GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> Oops, I forgot to put me in here. All right, welcome everybody to our Daily Gun Show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for about an hour or a lot longer, depending on the day. And each day of the week, we focus on a different topic. On Fridays, we look back at the week in 2A. So what was created this week about Second Amendment? This is an interesting week, so let's take a second to talk about why do we even do this in the first place. I'm not doing this because I'm looking for ratings. I would do it in a different way. I'm not stupid. Uh, I don't do this because I enjoy the back and forth, up and down roller coaster in any way, shape, or form. In fact, I'm quite frustrated by it. I do the show in a deliberate format with a deliberate focus and in deliberate intent, in fact, to not get on that ride. There's plenty of that out there, and it's always going to be there, but it's not our only option. And one way to stop a cycle is to offer an alternative path. So that's what we're going to do today. If you uh, came to this show inadvertently looking for more of the rah-rah or some of the mopey-mope or any of that focus on what's been going on, Keep looking. I'm sure there's somebody live right now who will hold your hand or cry or get all mad or told you so or whatever emotion you're looking for. You'll find it out there. However, in real life, it's time to get past these manipulations, these mechanisms that are used against us. And it's always important to look at this stuff, but it's more focus. We have more focus when there's legislation that is imminent or pending or looming or active because i'm not using necessarily these words to describe the situation we're in right now as much as like in general all right so that was my focus to kind of start out the show that's what we do this show for it's what i do all my projects for to be a deliberate different alternative than uh, let's get scared and get mad and get angry and, and be the the reaction that the other side is looking for, the mechanism that is used against us. <clears throat> so with that in mind, we're going to be taking a look at what happened this week with a focus on the stuff that's important, interesting, and useful. Uh, let's see. So we're going to start out with saying thanks to the people that show up live. We do this show live at midnight. Honestly, the reason we do this at midnight is because in Red Dawn, the audio I use says you know, it's 11.59. And I think that's cool. And we used to do the show at noon, which is also pretty good. But I like doing it at midnight because I own the night. 
well, we own the night, I guess, but technically I'm the one up here. So we own the night, right? And uh, we don't have to worry about anybody's feelings or getting in the way of anybody else's time slot because nobody else has the cojones to run a live show all night focused on the Second Amendment and sometimes guns. Uh, I'd really like to do this all night and, uh, you know, a long format show. All we need is maybe 1,500 Patreons throwing a cup of coffee at us each month. What does that mean? Like $3 at us each month. 500 to 1,000 people threw $3 at me. Do the math. It's like three grand. That would be enough for me to go all night long and uh, devote that kind of time to a show like that. In the meantime, we'll say thanks to the Patreons that we do have, 149 of them, I believe, tonight. We'll, we'll check that out in a moment. We have a scroll at the bottom of the screen because every time we go live like this, we thank those 149 people that subscribe to what we do. We do more than just talk on the Internet like this. We create about, I don't know, dozens and dozens of websites that have more information than you can imagine created since 2000 and well 1997 but formally since 2006 accumulated and, and shared with the world in different ways they provide the servers and the software for that we do projects periodically as consistently and as often as possible focused on our second amendment sharing our gun community and then of course we do play with the socials out there the socials are where currently allow the internet to uh or information to get around the internet so mastering the socials is useful for lots of reasons including empowering other people empowering the people that are interested and worthy of having shortcuts when some of us have been around long enough uh to have seen the recipes and understand the shortcuts i might not want to take them myself you don't see me getting up here with a bunch of boobs and butts and uh, swearing and doing whatever it would take to make a couple of bucks but i can uh, offer insight to others and we do that but uh thanks to the patreons to give us the flexibility and the and the power to work on those uh projects we do it at night also because we value the people that reset the world the people that are up all night cleaning everything fixing everything resetting everything refilling everything that everybody else in the world takes for granted and it gives me an opportunity every once in a while to explain that the world just isn't given to you it is created almost every night by a slew of people that probably don't get paid enough almost never get recognized and get ignored but at the same time they're getting it done and uh it's a cool time to be awake. So uh, to all the drivers, people working in factories and doing different tasks during the evening, we uh, appreciate you. And thanks for uh, letting us share the evening with you. All right. With that being said, on when, on the weekend, like or on the Fridays, we uh, spend a little bit extra time looking back at what's important for the Second Amendment. And uh, we've put that information in a couple of places uh, as we stretch our wings and get better at the internet this will get even better but right now we put it in the description of this youtube video hey thanks barbecue through two bucks at me appreciate that and uh the description of this youtube video has a lot of stuff in it but it also has a limitation of five thousand characters and that might seem like a lot to somebody who doesn't use a lot of it but that's nothing that's nowhere near what we need so i also take this information that's accumulated throughout the week and we post it on substack which is kind of a blog and a distribution system for nerds and then we put it on this youtube channel we also put it on our newsletter so i'll open up the newsletter and i and i didn't get this i have to do this in the right order so i didn't get the substack linked on the newsletter this week 
but it goes out to a newsletter to a bunch of old people that don't like looking at YouTube. And there's about 400 people that'll open up this newsletter. And then we put it on our Patreon blog. And that's where we're going to pay attention tonight. And that's what we're going to share tonight because Patreon isn't worthless and lame. So it lets us uh, put a lot of pictures in there. It lets us format everything. And it's a lot more enjoyable to take a look at. It also gives me an opportunity to say thanks to those 148 Patreons that you can see right over there are the people that make it possible for us to spend the time putting this out there to YouTube uh, and then to the newsletter to now that sub stack and then the blog. Now, once this is all recorded, I try to do this in an hour, but I'm being long winded tonight. So I don't know what will happen. It's a crazy week. Um, but we take this video and we post that on a couple of different places. GunTube.org, which is hosted by Nightstrike, a dude that you know for years now. He's hosted videos for all kinds of Second Amendment folks. Those servers are in North Carolina, run by him in South Carolina. So we don't want to overload it, but we put our weekly wrap-ups over on GunTube.org, the most valid, independent, firearms-focused video hosting platform on the earth. Then we posted on UTGE tube, which I know the guy that he's, he, he uh, said he wanted to say hey to me in Vegas this year. And then he seemed like a nice guy. So I post my stuff over there, but I'm not sure if I'm going to keep doing it because mostly we just get spam over there. So if you're listening to this on UGE tube, give me some reason to keep posting over there. Seems like a nice place, but there's a lot of spam. I also post on GunStreamer, which is another posting platform that had a lot of potential that has been in the time on the clock as long as uh, GunTube.org, but unfortunately took a dive somewhere in there. They still exist, but we don't know who runs it, and it's sort of an anonymous platform at this time. Uh, then I posted on a couple of the more standard alternative video hosting platforms, Rumble, and this is being broadcast to Twitch. Uh, then we take the audio. Hey, thanks. Patent Bunker just threw five bucks at us. So I appreciate that. That's seven bucks. That's probably, well, no, we got a one order from the store today and the seven bucks. So I appreciate that. That's, so, that's how much money we've made today. Um, and then we'll take the audio from this and take the audio and put it up as a podcast on, I don't know, like six or eight dot podcast platforms. Those are interesting. It's interesting to see how many people download them. And of course, you don't know if they listen to them once or many times. I'm assuming those are our uh, uh, Patreons who I suspect, because of the feedback I get, listen to these recordings, not necessarily live, but as recordings um, or in the vehicles as they're driving and stuff like that. So if that's the case and you're listening to this, please, if you don't uh, do it next time you download, uh, leave us some feedback over there. Leave us some thumbs up and likes. It's an indication that there is a human on the other end of the line. And I have to make a decision. Each Usually I do this during Gizzard's show on Sunday. But it takes about three hours to kind of shove everything into audio and repost it everywhere as video. And if I can take a couple of things out of there, I will. And, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not desperate to put them on these platforms. I just want to be inclusive. And you'll see that what we're doing is accumulating links to a lot of different valid projects. And the real goal is to spread the, the knowledge about these projects. So that's a description of what we're doing here. And I wanted to take a second in the beginning of this show to explain all that because you're going to get exploited the shit out of this week and the next week. There's going to be people wanting money from you. They're going to be wanting your 
you to be upset and you don't need to live this way. You don't have to live through the cycles. Of course, we have to be aware and we have to be vigilant always, but we should be able to do this in stride and we need to be able to do this in stride. It's uh, imperative. It's not like urgent, but it's something that we're highly capable of and it's just a matter of doing, putting some intent towards that. So let's dig in. Uh, hopefully everybody can see the screen. I guess I didn't mention we do have a poll over there for the people that are showing up live. How was this week for 2A? Great week for 2A, good week for 2A, bad week for 2A. FYI, come on, man, you know the thing is where I don't count. That's where I put that for the people that don't want to participate. So if you truly don't want to participate, fuck off. Why are you even here? But I understand you didn't know that when you typed it in here. I'm just letting the people that don't participate that hang out there leave. Go watch something else. People that are participating, though, I'm going to challenge you. In a fight, in a true fight, is it better to never get hit? If you buy a rifle, let me put this in terms that gun owners can understand. We buy a rifle and we go out to the range and we slap a scope on it and we put a round in there and we shoot and we get a bullseye. Do we stop and go home? Are we done? Or do we do are we skeptical of that? Right? So nah, I'm gonna suggest we need to be able to take lumps and we gotta be able to take punches in the gut. And if we insist on being pristine through every skirmish and rumble, we're weak. We're not even used to being in fights. So let's get a little tougher. I'm going to stop short of saying it was a great week. Nobody wants to take a beating like this from a bunch of losers. But we took a beating from a bunch of losers. Like, where are we done? Or are we just going to get some resolve? And are we going to make it into a situation where they don't come messing with us for a while? If that's the case, then it's honestly a pretty decent time to be in 2A. Uh, it's not easy, and it's not comfortable, and it's not fun. And I'm not saying it ain't dangerous, but uh, we only get one life. And I don't know, is it a curse, or is it an opportunity to live in interesting times? So with that being said, let's dig into this week in 2A. But feel free to vote over there. And I'm not calling you an asshole if you click that before I said that. But I'm challenging you now. Y'all got different YouTube channels. Feel free to log in. You know how it works. All you got to do is click over here and flip switch account and flip over to one of your other accounts. Everybody's got dozens of them. Uh, vote again is what I'm saying. Uh, let's see. So then we've got uh, this week in 2A. Let's dig in. Have you noticed? Well, it start, the week started out weird. So the beginning of this little thing starts out a little weird and then, you know, I'll riff. But this started out being a weird week right off the bat. Hulu refused to run Democrat anti-gun spots. Uh, that ATF agent was caught photographing books. Uh, the GOA got 17 states on board to go against the frame rule that's coming out. Mitch McConnell got censored. Then the assault weapons ban got pulled. And look at how many people were dancing for joy that it got pulled. And how, look how many people were saying, I told you so, I knew it was gonna get pulled. You were all worried about nothing. And how many people are going to start singing that song next week? I don't know about you. I get tired the first time somebody sings that song at me. So I, as soon as they start getting into that habit, I get in the habit of leaving them be by themselves because I got no interest in people that say, I told you, do nothing, and then say, I told you so. 
So we got the assault weapons ban being pulled, and a lot of weird stuff happened Wednesday. And that's why I'm putting it in this kind of format, because the tendency and the mechanism is for us to be manipulated by, I don't know all the right brain words, but when you take a critter and you put it in a cage and you put food over here and then you put food over there and you put this and you do that and you do this and you do that, eventually that critter goes nuts. And that's what they're attempting to do with us. And they're doing it with us and the antis. And we're both being played and we're never going to work well together. So, you know what I'm saying? They're able to keep us at odds. And we're either going to wake up or we're going to spin out, you know, and get played. So Wednesday... Everything got pulled and half the people started saying, I told you so, right off the bat. Don't forget that already. They, they expect you. They, they understand that you're going to forget that. They're going to keep wiggling it back and forth so you have no possibility. That's why I archive this shit. Go back and look at every YouTube video. Go back and look at every other one of those platforms I spent 10 minutes describing. I'm archiving this so that people that might want to, and trust me, those AIs will, Go back and archive this. It's a concise summary without all the bullshit. Go back and look at the way that they're this way and that way and jumping on this and jumping on that. People aren't necessarily doing it deliberately, but when they get paid well to do it, they're going to keep doing it. So keep that in mind. We had a lot of stuff happen this week that if you take a second, take a cup of coffee, scroll back through your YouTube history, so if we jump over to YouTube, take a little lesson on how to use this platform as a tool and not just a TV. One of the things you do when you're logged in is you can go to your history over here and you can go backwards in time and look at all the different videos you looked at. Here's me watching Kizzard on Foul Territory. He's, here's me putting in the last couple of videos uh, to, the, to the show that we're dealing with right now. Here's me watching some other videos earlier. Here's me, right? So you can go back at some point. It's going to tell me, yesterday and then it's like wednesday and then it's going to go okay now you're in tuesday it even shows you the shorts look barbecue posted a short for uh what's her face rebecca schmoy gabby franco posted a short talking about shooting stances that there's that atf agent being a heinous jackboot and then uh you can go back and find these videos you know use youtube as a tool but go back, take a cup of coffee, and just look at these. Look at the videos that you've watched, and look at the knee-jerk and back-and-forth happenstance. Again, I'm not saying it's deliberate. I'm just saying you got an opportunity to go back and look at that. One of the ways we get better is by paying attention to what we've done, right? So Wednesday, the assault weapons ban gets pulled, and everybody's kind of in different versions of what the hell we're going to do, right? Then we get to... Uh, Wednesday, they're also going to pull the PLACA thing, the PLCCA or CAA. Then, what the hell, they're going to be voted on Friday. Then this morning, literally this morning, they create a new bill, 1300 and what the hell. And then they vote on that so that they can break the system. And then they can vote on these things later on in the day. They do. They confuse the hell out of everybody, which was, it would be comical if it wasn't so fucking dangerous. But uh, they, they definitely screwed around, effectively did what they wanted to do. All of them got the points they want, and that's not good. Em empowering, emboldening your adversaries is never a good idea, right? Never a good idea. 
And with these particular set of adversaries, come on, man, we did not need to embolden them. But nevertheless, it happened. And that's what we're talking about. And as far, well, everybody else is going to be talking about. Uh, I think I posted a little video, a little picture. Where did I put it? I put it on the uh, Substack. Here's a link to that Substack. And I put this little picture here. Eventually, it'll show up where, oh, where did I put it? Oh, please. I guess I didn't put it on Substack. It's on the, where is it? Huh, maybe it got hidden. It might be on the newsletter. Here's the Substack if anybody wants to check it out. It's just, uh, if you want to play with Substack, it's a blog, and then it helps distribute. So it's a blog slash distribution system, and the nerds use it. Uh, here, I made this little graphic here. Uh, eventually, once I fix this all up, this little graphic will be around. I just stole a bunch of other people's thumbnails, and it's just back and forth and up and down and here and there. And that's the mechanism. The antis want us to be all over the place. They want us to be fighting with each other. Uh, I won't get into it here in the, inst in the Instagram one on Sunday. Let's uh, complain about how they've got us spinning off and fighting each other. Uh, it's effective. They're able to do it because it's pretty easy. We do it all the time. All you got to do is get a FUD to get mad at a self-defense, get a lady to get mad about you told her a revolver. You know, there's like all kinds of triggers for our community. And uh, I'm not giving the antis the credit that they did this stuff intentionally. But on the other hand, they go to school to learn how brains work and how culture is. So let's not put it past them. Let's assume our adversaries are bad. Are able. Let's just say. Let's just say that. Let's assume our adversaries are able, and then be happy if they're not. Right. So all the, all of this wasn't so much to give you a blow by blow as much as to document the weirdness that happened this week, and how and into into challenge you with how do you plan? What's your strategy for? absorbing the amount of information that's about to hit everybody right uh you don't have to just sit in a chair and wait to see what happens with the internet and with the world in 2020 you decide what you want to go check out and you just with and they're depending on observers and and reflexes they're depending on what traditionally we have done um, I'm not even going to bother suggesting you go out and pay attention to who didn't pay attention at all this week and think about what would have happened if, because that happens every single time and that's always the case. So realistically, let's look at the people that are actually playing and what would have played out differently if they would have had more support or ability or more reach or more influence and what little uh, resource or effort would it take to create that versus attempting to get a giant player who's you know neck deep into a, a recipe online uh you know worrying about getting them to worry about the plight of the uh politics or or the rights right they don't care about rights they care about other things so what about uh effectively bringing up uh the folks that are um being more effective, Rebecca Schmoy's out there. So that being said, we'll talk a lot about that, I'm sure, throughout the rest of the show. This was my sort of introduction and rant. 
we'll dig into what other people have done this week for the rest of the show. And I'll take a look at what everybody's saying over here. It looks like we've got some comments happening. So thanks, everybody, for showing up live. You'll give us something to chat about over here. Uh, I'll just wrap up this intro with it's always a good idea to call your Congress people. Uh, there's a switchboard number here that's for your senators. I think it'll, I don't know, I should actually call it to find out if it takes you to representatives. But this link will take you to a web page that has all the different 230 whatever representatives phone numbers on it. And then this is a link to the different senators. Uh, I, I'm going to use that analogy again of, uh, I've used it a couple of times this week. If you buy a rifle, if you get a puppy, if you buy a guitar, that, that's great. You own the thing now. Does that make you an expert? No. So being a citizen is great. Are you, you being a citizen? You know, you are a citizen. Are you being a citizen? One way is to be involved, and one way to be involved is to let your representative know what their constituent you know, has an opinion about each item that they have an opinion about. And just like going to the range and practicing and just like consistently teaching a dog a trick or whatever, if you expect a response, you have to condition that response. If you expect um, a result from an action, then you have to be consistent and have a demand. So uh, making these phone calls, if you believe that each of these phone calls is going to result in the, in the representative saying, hey, thanks for calling. We've been waiting for you to tell us just exactly what to do. Check your real, you know, your realistic expectations. And let's think of this as cutting the grass. You could cut the grass perfectly. And next week, you're going to cut the grass again. You mess up cutting the grass, you get another opportunity next week. These representatives suck, and that's so horrible for you. Keep calling them and vote, and you know what I'm saying? Unless you want to check out, and you're not watching the show if you're in that mode. So let's dig into what other people are doing this week, and we'll start out with Cape Gunworks. Does it light up over here? I guess they became a YouTube channel member. Thanks for that. Uh, I do have like 16, I think. I don't know. Some amount of YouTube channel members that it triggered some little circle showed up on the front of the YouTube channel, so that's kind of cool. So thanks very much for that. Um, that's the cup of coffee level. I don't know if it says on there, but uh, that's cool. Thank you for that. Like I say, if a thousand people grabbed us a cup of coffee, uh, we'd be much more effective doing what we're doing here. Uh, grab the, oh, it's me saying my thing. I don't have to click on that. That's a couple of links I posted there. Uh, we are posting or we are uh, streaming out to Twitch where the little kids play the video games. So if you're one of them little kids playing the video games over there, say something into the text chat. Otherwise, you're just sitting there in front of a TV. Uh, how do you say this? Vane, I guess, jumped over. I'm guessing from Gizzard's chat. Good evening. Barbecue is the first one to say fourth. Thanks for that. Krabby is out there. Good evening. What a way to end the week. Still a good week for you. Right on. And, uh, you know, if we, don't, if we can't handle a fight once in a while then we're weak. If we don't value the opportunity to teach the next generation how to fight, then we're unable, right? And if we just want to watch everything, then what the hell? Like that, nobody's watching this that wants to just watch everything. So pa Patriots out there, good evening. Everybody's saying hello to everybody. And then Alan Anchor showed up out there. Good afternoon. It's only afternoon for us because we're on the actual time zone. Y'all are on metric time zones. Patriots throwing out random hashtags. 
I understand you can't see the scroll that's happening and there's, I don't believe the thing tells you the scroll, right? But uh, there is no hashtag thing going on right now, but uh, thanks for throwing out random hashtags. Let's see, Yahoo for the ladies in Detroit this weekend. All right, thanks for talking about that. I actually did not put that in the uh, wrap up only because I got busy this week and did all the wrap up in the last couple hours and just totally forgot to put it in there, but I should have. So thanks for that. We'll definitely talk about that in a bit. I've got your comment starred over here, so that'll remind me to go back to it. That's barbecue throwing two bucks out there. I made seven bucks today, I think. I think Woods bought a patch. So if he bought that yesterday, then I made seven bucks today. If he bought that patch today, then I made like nine bucks today. So thank you for that. I don't know how much money you made today. I made nine bucks. Uh, seventh thumb, thank you. Uh, I use five... I use all 5,000 or I don't release. Okay, I don't know what that means. No, oh, I see what you're saying. You use the whole 5,000 in the uh, description. Clover believes that the description means nothing. I disagree with Clover because I don't look at just the YouTube's logarithm mechanism. I look at the future AIs and future human researchers. So I try to typically use as much of my comments for description of video as possible. Not always, I got to wait too many videos, but when it's important, I do. Uh, let's see, then let's see, Patriot says he signed up for the newsletter just because of the Medusa. I'm attempting to put some uh, articles about some of our fancier projects during the years. So over on the stack, what's it called? Stack, stream stack, what the hell's it called? Uh, Substack because nerds read everything and i'm going to put it over there for the nerds to read it uh see what happens and then pat through the other five bucks at me thanks for that uh is he two three something like two and a half times better than barbecue i don't know money wise yeah but appreciate it and i'm not saying it's a competition here's the other thing there's a super chat deal so thanks guys for throwing super chats in here maybe there was an ulterior motive to this we do do a super chat thing today so for every super chat throughout the week, we'll do a, uh, a special random drawing, which I have to remember to open up a window for. Maybe in one of the future commercials or something, we'll, we'll click on that. Pat is saying, how do you, okay, do, do, do. Oh, wait, you're talking to me. I cut out early on your chat last night, man, it was going to hell, hey, no worries. Um, I totally understand bad internet. I'm knocking on wood right now because I think my bad internet is from 100 degrees plus, and it ain't 100 degrees plus right now. Uh, Broldog is saying, we will overcome once we get to the Senate. Uh, I think, oh man, I forgot. So, you know, there's a lot of sarcastic people too. And there's a lot of people that get, uh, I mean, I totally feel them, but there's people that start to understand there's a cycle and they may not register. It took me a few years to start saying the word cycle because it took a while for me to figure out what the hell is this? Why does this feel like we've gone through this before? Doesn't everybody remember this? Why are we falling for this again, right? And you get into that mode as an adult and you start to get kind of cranky and you get, if you're cynical already, you get really cynical. So I've seen some cynical people saying today, if we're so confident about the Senate, then why did we have the red flag laws and why did we have what's-his-face get nominated to the ATF? So I don't think there's anything to be, uh, there's no reason to be justified that the Senate is on anybody's side. I think uh, we have an obligation to do a lot of work, but I'm going to try not to preach my intentions this week because I'm sure you're getting after enough people. 
Uh, Senate is the kill zone for the bill. All right. Like I say, you're very optimistic for people who have already given us our red flag, 18 in years and all the other bullshit. You know, they just dropped a 40. Anyway, I'll get into it, but uh, you're very optimistic. Uh, they're overplayed their hand and we should take full advantage of that. I believe that is definitely the case. And we have a real good opportunity for that. We've got people pissed off and ornery this time that have never gotten pissed off and ornery before. Maybe that's one of the reasons I'm so optimistic about this. You need to get, first you got to decide to fight and then you got to get strong and then you got to get your ass kicked. Unless you've got a different way of growing up, tell me how you get better without getting your ass kicked. So we have a hell of a lot of people on board since 2015 and they know nothing but wins. They don't even, they know some stumbles. They know some, oh, I took a left when I should have taken a right. And they've got some regrets because people came through, the exploiters came through and just ripped the shit out of some of the foundations. Some of you know who I'm talking about. There's some people that just came through and just ripped the crap out of relationships and situations. And, and there's about, that's about the most stress and trauma that most of the new and the strongest and the most valid Second Amendment advocates have dealt with. They've never taken an ass beating. They've never gotten clobbered. Every time they get their nose punched, they cry like they've never gotten punched before. So they're not comfortable and they're pissed. But what they're going to see, trust me, this has to happen. It's going to happen. This is just the nature. They watch every any superhero show. Watch life. They are going, they are the ones who have seven years on the clock and they feel like it's theirs to lose. And they just got their asses handed to them and they're about to turn around and look to their peers and find out that half of their peers just made so much freaking money today. You don't even know. Holy crap. I don't like to get into it, but a lot of money got made today. A lot of money. And it not isn't necessarily where you think it was. And it not just that seven bucks that came into this super chat. A lot of money got made today and is being made right now. People are who are valid, authentic people who are in the fight, who've been in the fight for seven years, are going to look around and see the kind of resources that have just got shifted, the kind of allocations that just got moved around into who. And they're going to say, right on, my peers just got resources. Let's fight. And they're going to find that they're standing alone, potentially. May, I'd love to be wrong. But that's the typical cycle. And then what happens? They become, they lose. They got there. They leave. Back in the day, when people were individuals, when they didn't have help and there wasn't an, a peer group, when there wasn't strong organizations that are seven years into it, people would have quit and left because they felt like they were alone and that they were getting ripped off and it wasn't right. Uh, but that doesn't, that's not necessarily the, the time. That's not what's going to happen this time necessarily so we'll see but uh we got seven year players that uh just got their asses kicked they just saw people make fortunes well, not fortunes but a shit ton of money today and uh maybe fortunes i'm not paying attention to everything and uh does that make you a superhero or does that make you quit i don't think the people today in 2022 quit i think they figure out let's get leaner and let's take care of this and when they get done, man, I hope when they get done, because they'll get done with this, like they'll finish it. Uh, they're not going to take guns away from moms. You serious? Go try to take your gun from your mom right now. Just get up right now. Go take your gun from your mom in any way. 
take your gun from your mom. It ain't going to happen. So I understand that it's going to be weird and it's going to take a minute, but they're going to win or we're going to win, I should say. But when they win, I am really looking forward to a change in paradigm where the values of the yesteryear fall away like Pelosi and Feinstein and all the rest of those idiots. But I'm ranting again. We'll keep moving. Uh, last time Dems did, it caused a big backlash. Yep, let's make sure that happens again. Matt's out there. Good evening. Don't count your eggs. Never count eggs before they're hatched. Uh, from Shan Shan Watts' book, Keep Fear Going. I'm looking forward to reading that one. I need to find a, get, get it on book on book tape or whatever. Be afraid is always the message. Always has been the message. We can change that. Uh, Pat is taken off. He's dumping down back into the bunker. Take it easy. Early wash Michigan. What the hell's Michigan? Is that Patriot? Good evening. Oh, he's probably revoting. I definitely paid attention to who said what as this week went on. I did that on Instagram as well. It's way tougher on Instagram, but... Uh, when you think about how much money firearms policy coalition is making like around a million bucks or a couple million bucks compared to gun owners america's like 10 million or something compared to second amendment foundations like 10 million and then another i forget what it is another millions for the citizens committee but they do the uh, gun rights policy conference for a chunk of that and then you've got nagr nagr making 16 million bragging about it laughing about it hasn't done anything legislatively since 2015 got somebody fired for bringing that up oh i was I trying to say something yeah okay so it's tough to see what's going on but fpc is kicking ass with that one million bucks uh, the Constitution is above political affiliation. Both sides can pound sand. Yeah, it's easy to say, but let's be realistic and talk about uh, creating the conditions where this doesn't get to be such a rhetorical or rhetoric fight. Let's get uh, gun ownership to be normal and gun use to be understood. Once it's normal and understood, just like a car, we won't have any of these issues. The only times there's issues with cars is when there's drunk drivers and they did not say all drivers are responsible for drunk driving they didn't say all drinkers are responsible for drunk driving they said drunk drivers are responsible for drunk driving and you know non-government agencies led the fight on and the awareness campaign there we were talking about this in one of Smeggy's chats or somebody's chats or earlier in the week that uh you know we went from having one for the road to designated drivers being the norm uh we all we need is intent and consistent effort and we change period anything water changes stone water changes rock all right so uh smeggy's saying things to pay attention to is monday before the committee wednesday when they said it's on hold last night and this morning when they changed the rules and tonight after it passed for sure and then just the people checking in and how they were able or unable to keep track of where we were in the week and stuff. It was a crazy week. Lots to learn. All right. So a uh, bunch of people jumping in with other names potentially. Right on. Don't worry. Be happy. Probably a good thing. Don't be crazy happy but uh, and worry about important things. But I hear you 100%. Phone number to the switchboard. You can ask for either House or Senate. Okay. That's good to know. Thanks for that. Oh, I think I know who that is now. Um, Gunmetal guys at work listening in. Good evening. Have a good day. 
called my rep twice this week. I probably should have called him more than once. I called last week and I called this week, but I'm gonna be making more phone calls now. Uh, told senators for whom said yay should be penalized for fired for from the office. Yeah, I didn't know that. I called the first time to ask my representative to contact that guy and tell him he is an idiot. Yeah, that guy's stupid. I don't believe that guy. That we could have an interesting conversation on whether that guy is um, bullshit or whether that guy is just reading a script that gets everybody spun off. They like to spin people off, and now they think they won with that. Uh, completely missed the Georgia shooting connection today. I, I don't watch that one. They talk too much about reloading. Plus, I don't live in Georgia. Oh, snap. Everybody's throwing money at me. So appreciate that. G23 through $7.62. I don't really like that saying because it seems kind of weird, but uh, I hear you. Digging the AK as well. Uh, I don't, I'm not like some people. I don't necessarily feel obligated to read what's on the super chat. Oh, man. There's a whole bunch of super chats happening. So didn't mean to guilt anybody into super chatting, but thanks for that. Uh, can't be beat by G23. Right on. And then. Uh, I can do 50. No, don't feel obligated to do anything like that. Um, 1776, Matt is going to have to step up his game. All right. And then uh, two bucks. Have a super week. I appreciate it, guys. And I'll open up the um, deal over here in YouTube and have it uh, tell me how many super chats, and we'll do a random. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do a random pin hat pin thing so got some hat pins that i kind of figured out and i was going to do them for free patch friday and didn't get a chance to all right we're going to kind of go abbreviated since i'm 42 minutes in but you know what it's a weird week however there's lots of good stuff so i'm going to go as fast as i can it'll be a lightning round but i'll try to give as much inf information about good stuff this week as possible uh, I think I will take just a second to uh, talk about tomorrow. On Saturdays, we do a show called Ask Gun Questions. So I'm going to take a quick commercial here because I should plug my own shows. And uh, Tony Simon joins me for that one each Saturday, and so does Clover. Uh, maybe Clover will be out necking with his wife or whatever he's doing. AskGunQuestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007, and since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature, and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years. Join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions. Drinking some very weak coffee tonight. So I don't fall asleep. Hopefully I won't fall asleep. Oop, trying to get my comments back. It's so weird seeing all the colored comments over here. So everybody's been super chatting. Didn't mean to uh, guilt trip anybody, but thanks for super chatting. And uh, it makes the super chat or the comment window look all like tutti fruity. So I'm not used to seeing the colors in there. Um, let's dig into the stuff that happened this week. The week started out like a lot of weeks and then it got weird, right? So it's kind of, this isn't in order of, um, chronological order. This is in order of how much 2A there is. The more 2A there is, at least it, it's going to be higher or first on the list. And then the less 2A or the, it's not like, you know, the less focus on 2A, the lower down the list it goes. So we start out with locked and loaded Latinos. Eventually, they're going to drop from this because they're playing way too many video games. And while they're bringing their 2A stuff over into the video games, I can't watch that many video games. It is interesting, though, to see how they grew 
and the rate at which they grew. And now that they're connected with the video games, and I have no idea the video game thing they're connected with, like its ranking and all the other video game things, but watching their meteoric growth once they've attached themselves to the gaming thing, uh, it'll be infinitely interesting to watch them continue to grow as a Second Amendment focused channel as their um, number of subscribers and their number of views come from a predominantly other community. That'll be interesting. Uh, we, I, we've never had that before with somebody who is actually into 2A. There's been plenty of gamers who were aware of guns, but they had no interest in actually doing a Second Amendment crossover. So this is going to be interesting to watch. Uh, I don't know if you believe that gaming is a big deal or not, but uh, it's an interesting show to watch. And on top of it, there's the whole video gaming angle. I didn't put in Suicide Prevention Saturday mainly because I was in a rush, and I'll, I'll edit it, and it will be in here. But each week, Brooke Cheney does a focus on uh, second or suicide prevention and awareness, uh, a consistent, brief, to-the-point video. Well, it, you know, she goes to the point, but she's also normal, so she talks and interacts with the people that are watching live. But she offers a, a fairly conci concise. Uh, focus on elements, tools, strategies, things you can put in your toolbox to be a better advocate, a better communicator with a focus on awareness of mental health and the barriers to uh, suicide prevention and an awareness that two out of every three firearms deaths comes from suicide. And we see that that's ignored completely and the numbers are included in the numbers of atrocities and accidents to uh, end up with a, um, you know, the bad legislation that we see being pushed right now. So uh, Brooke does that consistent effort every Saturday. In addition, she's having a series where she's interviewing instructors, firearms instructors. And this week was her fourth interview with Julie Galoob, who is um, competition shooter and a now a professional shooter. So she shoots for like Smith and Wesson, I think. Uh, she's also an author and um, an advocate. So an, an interesting interview to listen to, to an interview with somebody who interviews for a living, like is a professional, uh, um, what do you say, a professional uh, expert. So they'll, you know, someone who's familiar with being on shows. Uh, to, it's always fun to see somebody who's normal have somebody on who's used to being in front of cameras constantly and, you know, the interaction there. Uh, Julie's pretty cool, so it was a good interview. And I don't know if we know who's next, who's next week. Oh, dang, people are still throwing in Super Chat, so Patriot threw in a, I don't know, I have a sudden urge to spend my weekend in Detroit. Dude, uh, oh, hey, uh, G23. Um, I don't know, Patriot, have you thought about going down to Rick's uh, event and hanging out? Then you got uh, Sergeant Major Bulldog throwing 99 cents. It's a super sticker, so I don't know. I guess I should look over here to see what the sticker is. It says 100. That's a 10 millimeter, I think. And then uh, Pink threw in five bucks waiting on the shell casings to fall. I'll let you know another order came through. Oh, really? So... I don't know why it's not making noises at me. Did I do something screwy on my phone? No, it's not showing up as a thing. Maybe I need to update my 
thing, my Shopify app or something. I'm going to go update my Shopify app real quick. Because I think it's fun for everybody, especially paid money. Uh, let's see. Is it called Shopify? Anybody who has any, uh, needs any help on Shopify or needs some assistance? Uh, I know people that use it. I use it and uh, can help you uh, learn about it if you ever need to. All right, I'll eventually get to where I'm looking at my apps and then I'll let it update and then maybe it'll start working again. I have all my apps on my phone set to not update automatically. I don't know if that's always the best policy or not, but uh, I feel like I don't want a thing to start updating when I'm in the middle of a video or something. Hundreds of women all into guns in one place. Enjoy yourself, Patriot. Uh, Vane Santa here, Smeggy. As someone, wait, some alter to one thing, let's hope they don't just go to gaming. Uh, let's see. Oh, I hope, let's see, which I make sure go in the right order. Smeggy's saying, uh, I just hope they don't go full video game. Yeah, me either. I don't think they will, but, uh, the, what's to say, the ratio, right? Like, What's that ratio going to end up? I am looking for my deal here now that it finally opened. I have way too much stuff on my phone right now. Really? Come on. Where is it? Oh, snap. You know what it is? I think I took it off my phone. I think I took it off my phone. I took it off my phone to install something. Oh, you know what it is? One of these stupid things that there's like these apps that if you go to a store, you can get paid to take pictures of like the Doritos or whatever. So, damn it. I wonder if I can get it back on here. Oh, you know what? I probably can't because... Um, I'd have to log in and everything. But yeah, I uninstalled it. I'm an idiot. I guess I wasn't even thinking about the little dingy thing. And I was trying to install one of these apps where, like I say, if you go to like a Walmart, it'll tell you, to, it'll give you like seven bucks if you find all the Doritos and take pictures of them. Um, and I installed that stupid app. And I think I had to remove Shopify to do that. All right. So, um, then I removed a bunch of other stuff and now it's letting me install it. So I'm putting the Shopify back in. Then Brooke did this other video where she's talking about uh, checking in and stuff. And then this came out of it. I guess I should have played this while I was updating that app. The anti-gun people, the thing that I really noticed is they are super, super really focused on making stuff as graphic and emotionally painful as possible. And so because of that, it was very hard because a tragedy is a tragedy. And I don't care which side of the fence you are on, people dying in the streets and getting shot when they're supposed to be enjoying their afternoon at a parade is a horrific tragedy, without a doubt. The showmanship though, of having coordinated all of their testimonies to make sure that certain words were said over and over and over again 
is a little bit contrived and it's hard to imagine where the feelings truly are. And if you didn't watch the whole thing, it was hard to watch. It's, it's. So if anybody watched the garbage that happened today, you know exactly what Brooke is talking about. And I don't, I give people more credit to see through that BS charade or whatever that, that fake. So I made a clip. So I watched this 25 minute episode. Here's what happens. You open up the thing, you watch the 25 minute episode. I think everybody gets this. I don't get this because I'm a big channel, do I? So Brooke says something amazing and then she says something amazing and then I click on clip and then it lets me and then it lets me make the clip up to a minute long and down to like 20 seconds, I think. No, 10, five seconds. I can make a, anything from five to 60 seconds and then I can move it on the timeline so I can have it start just when I want and then I can have it like I can adjust it to end just when I want. And then once I get it in there, I go, here's the name of it. And then normally I would, normally it would, you know, save. And then over here, I got all my clips. So I got a whole bunch from Alan Anchor winning the other day. And this is when pink won big. So I don't know if anybody else gets that clip thing, and I don't know how good it is, but I, I made a little clip. So feel free to make clips when you see stuff that's good out there. Yeah, Pink is saying everybody can clip. So I don't know. I don't think it hurts anything. It might help your channel. We'd have to ask Clover. He would know. It might help your channel by clipping stuff, but it'll. I would think it would start. It would help the other channel for dang sure, right? All right, I'm opening up my Shopify POS. <laughs> piece of shit and uh super cold and calculated decision to make emotional arguments yep log in with code oh snap it's gonna let me log in with a code on another device hold on let me i think i was thinking i was gonna have to do all kinds of bullshittery or fuckery to get this thing to work and i think i'm gonna be able to go over here and go to Shopify dot doo doo dot. Let me go like this. Dot here. Let's play a commercial so you don't have to listen to me talk about Shopify. Um, I think I already did the ask gun questions. You know what we do? Sorry about this. It's gonna take a minute. You know what we do on Wednesdays? Uh, hit your volume. <laughs>
Sorry about that. But uh, successfully locked something went wrong. Please dismiss. And then you can now close this tab and return to your device. I have to log in with code again. It's being weird to me. That isn't like my D G H minus sign. It's got the stupidest codes in the world. V W V W V W M. What the hell? Stupid codes. No numbers at all. Just a bunch of stupid letters. So, oh, look at this. Log in. Successfully on your device. Oh, snap. How crazy is that? Stupid robots or crazy magic. Yep, I'm logged in on my phone. I didn't even touch nothing on my phone. Didn't log in on my phone. That was creepy. Ooh, it's super creepy. It's telling me my address and stuff. Ooh, is it worth it just to hear a noise? Ooh, I haven't logged into this in a long time, I guess. It says it's fetching a bunch of stuff. That's creepy, too. So somebody was like, I'm going to write this code. What am I going to write? I'm going to write fetching. Oh, God, I have write in a bunch of stuff. Uh, back. I thought it was over. I thought this was all fancy and done. Now it's making me do stuff that I don't know. Oh, I see. Um, okay, and then that. Welcome. How about skip? All right. Just give me the thing already. Come on. I should have played another commercial. Is this super interesting? Listen to me complain about all the different decisions I got to make turning on my stupid Spotify app. But now if somebody buys something, first off, let's talk about what we're even talking about here. I was just hooking up my, uh, I idiotly, wait, I, I, like an idiot, I removed my store software from my phone. This is the store, gearwebsites.com. And uh, this makes it possible for us to even do what we do. <clears throat> this along with our Patreons, right? Um, Patreon set us up. This finishes the job. This allows us to actually do it. So what we've got going on over here now is on Wednesdays, we do the tactical quiz. Anytime there is a month where there is a Wednesday in the middle of the month, we're going to be doing a tactical bingo. Why is the Shopify taking so long? So when we play tactical bingo, everybody can play, right? We're not going to make it weird like only people that have the bingo cards can play. But if you got a bingo card, you're playing for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody else will just kind of play for fun or whatever, randomly kind of thing. But if you got your own bingo card, you're playing with your own bingo card. And uh, you can go grab one of them over at the store, and then you got it permanently. We can, we're going to be using those for multiple things. Uh, if you click on full details, you'll see, I think I'm figuring it out. I think I almost maybe got my phone to work. You'll see that on the back of the cards, there are, I laminated some, oh snap, I think it'll make a noise now, assuming that the default setting on the brand new install is to make a noise. So if somebody wants to buy lots of things at gearwebsites.com, you may hear a little noise if I'm not muted and it's working. Uh, anyway, there's these uh, playing cards laminated on the back. So we might be able to have who knows what kind of fun because I like to play with the Internet and not just watch the Internet happen. So uh, anybody that grabs one of these, uh, you'll be in the mix. 
Pink already has two from winning the tactical quiz the other day. Owl and Anchor has one, but they have refused to tell me which one they want. Uh, Pink has number 10 and number 15, and I've reserved numbers one, two, and three for other people's. So uh, Owl and Anchor will grab one, and then the rest will still be available over at um, the store. All right, let's go back to... Sorry for the sidetrack there, but not sorry. We have to still make a living here, and uh, I'd rather do this than depend on uh, the other options that are out there. Uh, let's see. Let's keep going. We got Barbecue, who does his show uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then he does another show on Wednesdays. Uh, went live and listened to a bunch of the testimony on, oh man, which one was it now? Now I could remember which one he was listening to testimony of. On Wednesday, was it the, I guess it was the, I guess it was the assault weapons ban. So he was listening to testimony. And uh, they listened to that for quite a few hours. Was it testimony? Oh, no, that's right. It was the manufacturers getting, like, lectured about manufacturing guns and stuff. So I don't know if who's following that, but some people watched it because Barbecue streamed it. And other people probably maybe have streamed it. Actually, I don't know. But uh, I was listening to it, and then at some point it glitched, and I think I did have to jump somewhere else to finish listening to it because you had walked away or something, barbecue, and I think it glitched or something before you came back or you flipped this. I don't remember what happened, but I remember it glitching somewhere, and I remember missing a piece. But uh, anyway, I remember the parts that later people were looking back at and saying that the gun owners are anti or the gun company were pro ATF and anti-Second Amendment and stuff. Again, you're going to get headlines that are, oh, I didn't understand. And then you're going to get headlines that are like, oh, I understood. And I wrote that intentionally. And it's going to take people a minute or two to understand that there's two flavors of headline. There's two reasons. There's two uh, uh, instigations. There's two like things that can cause a headline, ignorance or intent, right? And it takes somebody a little while to figure out if uh, people are doing stuff with ignorance or intent. Once you figure out somebody, oh, they're trying to screw me over. They're trying to keep us in an endless loop of tetherball. I always like to say it's tetherball. They, tetherball only works if there's two people or if there's one person and everybody's watching. But tetherball don't work otherwise, right? Be, or, or, you know, volleyball or something else. They can't play other games. They have to play tetherball where it just goes back and forth and back and forth. So if you just refuse to play their tetherball game, then, you know, you walk away and play something else and they, what are they going to do? They either come over and play that game or, you know, they just keep trying to insist that tetherball is the way to go. Um, all right. I must be getting tired now because now I don't know where I was going with that one, but thanks for uh, posting that. Oh, I guess I was saying that uh, eventually people are going to figure out the people that exploit this, the people that don't just phone it in because no one was watching that whole thing and then given their, expert opinion. People were uh, listening to somebody else's summary and then making a judgment, making a headline and considering that effective and moving on. We don't need everybody to be journalists, but we shouldn't act like everybody's journalists either. 
if somebody's just bloviating, that's fine. We got a First Amendment right to bloviate, but it don't make you right. Don't make your insight worthy. That's what echo chamber shit, that's the dangerous side of echo chamber. When somebody starts an echo of some dipshit crap that's worthless. If everybody's echoing better and better knowledge, then an echo chamber is very useful. When an echo chamber is somebody farting and everybody just re-farting, then it's less effective. Um, let's see. Next up, we get the machine gun nest. So if you're not following any gun shops, ask yourself, why aren't you following any gun shops? Aren't you interested in the gun community? What's the backbone of the gun community? Is it the manufacturers? Or are the manufacturers the life force or the sap in the veins of the gun shops? The gun shops are the backbone of our industry. They are our culture. They're our community. We ignore them like assholes ignore the, the coral reefs when they eat red fit, red, what do they call it, snapper and bullshit names for fish that are 70 years old when you eat them and you collect them by destroying the coral reefs that they hover over and eliminating their entire ecosystem so that you can eat one version of the fish that were in there. That's the kind of shit we're talking about when you're paying attention to the community, but not paying attention to the gun shops. And we're, it's at our peril. I'm using that horrible example of a wreaking havoc on the environment just to harvest the good stuff is when you go in and just harvest the good stuff and you leave the gun shop behind. You go online and you buy your crap there, you use your FFL, but the one that's the home FFL because you don't want to pay a big markup or you go to that one pawn shop that does it for 15 bucks. But every time you want to go put your fingers on everything and fiddle with it, you go to the shop and make their gun so full of peanut butter and Dorito cheese that nobody wants to pay full price for it who's actually going to be willing to buy it in town. Those gun shops, the ones that you get pissed at and you go to the gun show to buy your ammo and you ruin the gun show by buying all your damn ammo there. And obviously I'm not talking about the people here, but in general, that's how they get us is by just making it lame. And the gun shops, what are they going to do? Like all they can do is be awesome, be innovative, be better than what other gun shops were. And what you can do is follow the awesomest ones on YouTube. So Machine Gun Nest is incredibly awesome. Um, I could probably go on and on. And in fact, on Thursdays, we feature a gun shop whenever I can remember to do it every Thursday. Because that only gives me an opportunity to mention 52 of them each year. So I cheat and maybe I'll mention two. There's amazing gun shops out there. We'll probably start doing series like gun shops ran by chicks or gun shops that have full auto rentals or gun shops that feature so much stuff that it takes like more than pegboards to hold it all on the walls or gun shops that are so fancy you think you're in some kind of weird restaurant or something and there's all kinds of gun shops out there how about gun shops that make you feel so weird that you just want to leave that's a whole nother level of gun shops so we'll be talking a lot about gun shops but i guess i was ragging about how many gun shops are you following on the youtube on your instagrams and whatever they value those follows they value those interactions because those interactions are logarithmic measures or logarithmic entries, which give them ability to do better than their counterparts, which are often regional chains or national level chains that everybody also hates. So 
understand that when we use the internet, we have opportunity and we can use it, master it. Do you buy a rifle and not use it? Or do you buy a rifle and take it out hunting and take it out to the range and value it as a tool to teach the next generation of shooters and make YouTube videos with it and think about the next red dot or crap you're going to put on it? Come on, right? So our gun shops are the same way. And the way that we use our tools online are the same way. Uh, we'll keep moving. Uh, it's a weird week, and I'm not going to succumb to the back and forth. So let's talk about Substack. Are you just watching the internet, like sitting back and listening to it every night, or are you reading it? I don't know. Book nerds like to read it, and I guess there's a bunch of them over there reading it. So I'm going over to Substack and looking at stuff, and I'm pretty impressed. I'll tell you what. So I started watching one called Emily Post. Does everybody know who Emily Miller is? She's somebody on Substack. And she had this one that was pretty interesting about the AP style book, which is the book nerds have to write in a certain way or else they can yell at each other because it's not perfect and stuff. So they got this book and I don't understand it, but I do know that they're manipulating us and using assault weapon. They're dropping assault weapon because it's working too well. Uh, they don't need to play it up anymore. Uh, and they're going to go after semi-automatic rifle. So they're going to start to weaponize semi-automatic rifle with that AP style book. Crump is right there listening to me. You'll see that there'll be an, uh, he's going to rip off that and he'll uh, make a, a video about that soon. But uh, definitely check, does, does Crump know who Emily Miller is? So Emily Miller, interesting read. Here's a link to it. And then we're going to get to open source defense over on the Substack for the book nerds. We're gonna zoom in on this one. I don't know what the deal is. It's like, is this like watching a YouTube video? I don't know what it's like over here. So I don't know the deal on open source defense, but I'm intrigued. So first off they pander and they use an atrocious organization's YouTube video, a worthless YouTube video. So I'm gonna go past that. Normally I would unsubscribe a channel that associates themselves with such a bullshit channel. I'm assuming this place doesn't know because I think they're liberals. So I'm going to keep going. They're novices. Let's put it that way. So I'm going to just kind of skim through here for people who don't want to read the whole thing. It's perfectly normal for a person to know nothing about plenty of things, but it's less common to be proud of one's lack of knowledge. So when it comes to guns, why is this the rule instead of the exception? So how is that for an intriguing first sentence paragraph, I guess? It's perfectly normal for a person to know nothing about plenty of things, of course, right? But it's much less common to be proud of one's lack of knowledge. So why all of a sudden is it so cool to be ignorant of guns? And it's, it was almost profound. It was really interesting reading this. And then at the very end, they just went and dropped it on the ground like a wet sack of mashed potatoes. So I don't know what the deal is. But this was interesting. Uh, I think it's got something. And if somebody like Smeggy is out there, then um, potentially check this out. And if you're going to do one of your deals, Smeggy is toying with the idea of doing short, impromptu live videos focused on Second Amendment issues or topics. This article, OSD 179, where order comes from. Uh, would definitely be an interesting thing to do uh, a or have a conversation about. 
Crump is saying, of course. Did you do an interview with her if I can go check out? Because I don't know who she is, or at least she's not coming to mind. I'm, I found her on Substack, and I don't think she's on YouTube, so I don't know who she is. Um, so there was a couple of these Substack things. What happens is you go to Substack, and then you subscribe for free. I think you can pay people too, but you can subscribe for free, and then they just give you an email. When they post something, you get an email. So I just was seeing these emails, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. You know, everybody's different. Mine are pretty long because it's all this stuff. Theirs were a little shorter because they're just writing about one thing, you know, one article. Oh, Crump is saying his old boss from Facebook started open source defense. Well, I'd be very interested then in having a conversation with that person. So if you can hook us up, I would appreciate that. And I'll have an interview with them and try to figure out more about what their deal is. Um, but that's very interesting. Thanks for that. Um, Today we are showing off about not knowing things about guns. Oh, they were showing off. I got you. I got you. No, and that's what that whole open source defense thing is all about. Definitely read it and let me know what you think. It doesn't take that long. Uh, next we get to earlier in the week. Um, FPC had a conversation with one of their lawyers about why they picked New Jersey for their fight about the new assault weapons bans. Uh, then you get to... Uh, get off my lawn from sand hills media uh, they had a bunch of instructors on and uh, chatted about what they wish they could say not my favorite one so i ended up having my thursday show ragging on them ragging on stuff i like to do that once in a while so i, I occasionally like to rag on stuff i don't mind it then uh cam was on reload I don't know. I felt obligated because I haven't posted anything from the reload in a while. And my Patreons pay for my subscription to the reload. So, you know, we're paying for that. They've been letting me down lately. And we'll definitely be talking about something in the future. Crump is always talking about his big stories. I got a story that ain't necessarily so big. It's just that I could not talk about it because I didn't want any retribution. So I'm going to talk about it at some time in the future where I'm not a scared shitless of retribution about it. Not that it's such a big story, but I'm scared shitless of retribution by talking about what I'm going to be talking about. Um, then we get to Professor Yamane and his, oh man, Gun Culture 3.0. I got to take a drink because my mouth is getting dry and we're starting a whole nother thing. This was way before all the weirdness happened this week. Why don't we have a commercial for our shirts? We actually have a new shirt design. While I'm uh, taking a drink here, I'll try to grab the new shirt design for you. Hey, did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do? Check out our print-on-demand store. We have a tab here on YouTube. When you click on it, you can choose from a bunch of different items. We have shirts and posters and coffee mugs. Click on the one you like. When you find the design you want to put on it, Choose a color and a size if it's appropriate. And when you purchase these items, a portion goes to help fund our future projects. We really do appreciate your support. You get some cool stuff. When you get that stuff, post pictures here and on other platforms. And we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store. Thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com.
All right. So when you order stuff from the Spreadshirt store, it's print on demand. It doesn't exist until you print it. So let's go over to Spreadshirt and give you a little behind the scenes. When you have a Spreadshirt shop, you just go, you set it all up or whatever, and then you can go in there. And I'm looking at $10.20. So thank you very much to whoever bought this big ass blue line worth of stuff. For three bucks, that adds on to the seven dollars, I guess, that was already in there. And I think at twenty dollars, they give it to me. So thank you for that. Then I can go look at my store, and here's the new design. Wait, let me just go look at the store, and then I'll give you a link to that store if you want. Uh, I'm going to start trying to throw up a new design, not a design of throw up, but add a new design to the store each week. And uh, this one I'm calling Mac 10 apart because I'm scared to put gun names in there. And uh, look at all these different people. I paid lots of money. Basically, I had to go around and say, hey, will you wear this shirt? And then I had to go get the shirt made and then hire a professional studio and photographer and arrange everybody's schedules and stuff, have this stuff shipped and then Ubered over to them and then got these photographs. So it was a lot of effort but hopefully it's worth it and somebody enjoys the idea of a Mac 10 taken all apart in black and white made off of a cartoon. So it's a little thing that we got going on over at the Spreadshirt. And you can you should be able to find that from YouTube and from Instagram if they work. Every once in a while when you go from Instagram, it gives you 20% off. So, uh, and always, like I said, in the little clip there if you ever buy something like that take pictures of it put it on instagram next time you buy something off the store uh, let us know and we'll hook you up as the kids would say on the streets all right let's get into doc professor yamane who ought to be a doctor at this point so that i can just say dr yamane um he thinks it's gun culture 2.0 and he's got a right to believe that and now he's suggesting that it's gun culture 3.0 and i'm not going to get off on it too bad here but if you're at all interested go listen to this and we'll have a conversation about it i told him something like i'm interested in listening to what you're putting out there but i just un i don't understand where he's coming from sometimes he's not like divisive or weird it's just that he definitely has a different opinion of the, of the status of the country and i don't know if his experiences give him that perspective and i'm you know he's obviously entitled to it i don't share the opinion though let me know what you think uh, if you check out that video it's like five minutes it won't kill you or ignore it next you got uh, kingpin who's a hell of a dude i don't think he stays up this late sometimes he'll say hey at the beginning of this whole thing but this is pretty late for him uh think about it when let's say a bowling alley hours for a while he's getting pummeled so if he's even, you know, if he's off the clock, he's probably sick of it at this point, being a bowling pin. So he'll usually just hang out in the mornings and stuff when there's nobody really at the alley. But uh, he posted a series now of Second Amendment activists that he's uh, kind of shouting out and uh, giving uh, people awareness of. And I thought this was a pretty class act. I mean, most stuff Kingpin does is, but uh, he posted one here for a bunch of dudes in the community and actually in a couple different communities that have passed on you know while the internet era of whatever we call this uh community online <laughs> excuse me that i thought was pretty classy 
Uh, speaking of classy, we've got Riding Shotgun with Charlie hit episode 150 this uh, week. And he was out at Gun Prom with Gun Owners Radio in San Diego a couple weeks ago now. And uh, he must have had a couple of different people in the car while he was out there. So it's neat to see Charlie got the, the stagecoach out to California, and he reached the 150 threshold. It's a neat uh, waypoint on the road. And uh, he got to meet a bunch of new 2A Second Amendment people out there. And it's neat to see him driving around in California, you know, experiencing California. I don't know. I think he may have said something about if he's been in California before, but I don't think the stagecoach has been to California. Uh, Joe is a firearms instructor, and he's one of the hosts of the Gun Owners Radio live radio show that happens on Sunday nights. And it happens um, just after um, Come and Talk It and I on the Target Radio, which are on simultaneously. It Their show starts right at the end of those two shows. So it's a pretty cool show. It's a couple of hours long. It's a bunch of people from Southern California, and they have a pretty standard format but it's pretty uh flowing it's a good show and they spend some effort putting out different things that are more interesting than the same old same old during the commercials because they are streaming it as it's being broadcast as a live show on sunday evening so uh while the commercials go to the radio they put some effort into streaming some funny stuff and some interesting stuff and some educational stuff and some unique stuff during each break so unlike a lot of the radio shows that just give you the same cookie cutter during every single commercial break which can be actually kind of like chinese water torture oh shit are we allowed to say that anymore um then uh you know that's a pretty good radio show so joe is one of the hosts of that show uh he's a firearms instructor in southern california and he is a lifetime gun owner i think but at least a long time gun owner, but not somebody who's been like some kind of expert in guns. So it's an interesting interview uh, for a new aspect, a new realm. It's sort of like all the new girl firearms instructors, except he's a dude because he, you know, at least he's in, he's a peer of them, but a dude. And because he's a dude, he's not, te well, he is teaching girls, but he's teaching also dudes, right? Because most of the girl instructors start out teaching girls, it seems like. So it's just interesting to hear this guy's uh, take and perception, and then his interaction with his radio family, his you know team, uh, his uh, crew there at the radio show, and the experiences he's had with them over the years. And Charlie gets into all that stuff. It's a really good episode. It's about an hour, and it's uh, pretty decent. What's Wood saying over here? Uh, I like the Olympic ring analogy. Two A people know two A people in their ring, and a few from overlapping ring. In riding shotgun with Charlie, I've never heard of Charlie. Yeah, Charlie's been using that one. You said it quicker than him. But uh, I don't know. I like that one, I guess. I don't hate it, but I like Clover's better. Because that Olympic thing, and I never liked the Olympics for this either. And I'll fight the Olympics on this. But those rings, and maybe there's some reason for this, but those rings on either end are never going to touch each other. So why aren't they a circle or some shit? Or at least a triangle or something. So, you know, you don't have to be touching everybody, but it makes it seem like there's a spectrum on a line. And show me anywhere in the world that there's a, in the nature, in math, where there's a spectrum on a line. There's limits and there's, you know, there's uh, repeats. There, there's no, there's no lines. But anyway, that's one of the stuff. 
Um, next, we're going to get to, well, anyway, so it's a good show to listen to, and it's a good um, uh, introduction to Charlie, perhaps. Let's put it that way. Charlie's also, I didn't post in here because I don't, I didn't have time this week. Plus I actually don't post too many things to Instagram. It doesn't, YouTube doesn't like me posting to Instagram. And I should realize that now that I'm not just posting on YouTube, I can exercise the ability to post on those other platforms or to those other platforms. Charlie's been kicking some butt with his Instagram posts recently. Uh, I don't know if he's got Canva or if he's been hanging out with barbecue or something, but, uh, yeah, he's been putting out some stuff on Instagram that's interesting, kind of makes you go, hey, let's go look at some of those interviews. It looks like this guy's been all over the place. Speaking of people that have been all over the place, Crump, this guy, uh, interviewed Tony Simon earlier in the week. He's actually, Crump does stuff pretty much daily. But, you know, he had Tony on. I have Tony on on Saturdays with my shows, too. So I uh, figured uh, I would post that one to give Tony some reach. Then we get... Potty Gold Auctions, Arizona Firearms Auctions, formerly AZ Firearms. Uh, did I say Arizona Firearms Auction? I just said AZ Firearms Auctions. And then, of course, uh, Gun Freedom Radio affiliated. Uh, Potty Gold Auctions has a video. They don't post too many videos, so it was cool to see them post a video. But it's uh, digging into uh, one of their Soviet spam cans of 762x54R. So I'm not sure how many people are digging 54R out there, but Pot of Gold has a lot of it. Uh, I'm trying to set up to go up there Monday, and uh, I'll be taking more pictures of ammo. There's a lot of ammo stuff coming up. They have a massive ammunition auction on Tuesday. So I'm going to try to get up there, maybe not Monday, but over the weekend, and uh, uh, take some pictures and stuff. And if, if you've seen something over at the Pot of Gold Auctions and you would like to see you know, somebody fiddle with it and get it on video, let me know. I've been posting the videos. They let me, knock on wood, let me have access to fiddle with the stuff there while I'm there. Uh, let's see. So I think actually I have an East German trainer coming up this Tuesday and maybe another thing that I'm forgetting. So I think I might have two items in this Tuesday's auction. I don't know if we'll be watching the auction live because it's Every Second Matters. I set up Every Second Matters for an, an hour before, and I just don't know what kind of response we're going to get. I guess I should actually email everybody. What the hell is today? Well, you know what? A lot of times I, I send out the emails too soon, maybe. So everybody's going to get a Every Second Matters email tomorrow, and we'll find out if 5 o'clock on a Tuesday is a good time for Every Second Matters. But I do want to be able to watch the auction. There's a lot of ammo being auctioned, and uh, I don't want to be distracted and not do a good Every Second Matters. we got some real potential for Every Second Matters this, this month, obviously. I guess I should mention, for all the people that might be listening, this is on a podcast or uh, even out on the video platforms we mentioned earlier uh, that don't know about it, Every Second Matters is an awareness campaign that was started back in 2013. Uh, kind of as a grassroots, just a bunch of people that were having a lot of conversations often. We would go online every night and have these conversations as we watched Obama's executive actions, his threatened executive actions, uh, kind of fizzle. The uh, grassroots uh, kind of resistance, everybody just kind of stood up and said, hell no, to pretty much everything that came down the pipe uh, wasn't 
facilitated by anyone or orchestrated by any entity. It just sort of happened by a bunch of people who were pissed. And I suspect we're about to see that kind of stuff happen here in the near, near future. Uh, however, we've got a lot more people that are experienced and interested in having some influence, right? But there wasn't a lot of influence back then. So every second matters was born or created from the awareness of apathy. We could all tell that the amount of people that showed up to the conversations were dwindling and the people that were the most interested and active would become apathetic um, or frustrated if they didn't you know, get whatever it was they were seeking. And when we could see our numbers dwindling, and that was natural, and no one's gonna stay upset and agitated forever, and that really isn't the goal, to have an artificial agitation, right? That's just fake. So we tried to come up with something just as an effort that we could do to keep awareness of what happened and what we need to be ever vigilant of, right? Uh, what is it? Uh, liberty requires eternal vigilance. There's probably more to it, but that's the part I like. So we created Every Second Matters, maybe, I forget, 25 people all together that were regularly chatting and who knows how many weird lurkers and government agents out there that refuse to say anything in the live chat, even though it's not required, but you know, you have all the opportunity in the world to put something out there and let people know that you exist. But uh, you know, so we have never any idea. And when you do a bunch of stuff that gets a lot of views, have big fights and talk about stuff first. And you know, back in the days when we were going to SHOT Show and putting out videos and seeing, putting fingers on triggers before anybody else type of th stuff, you know, you get a lot of people that go, oh, let me hear about that trigger or whatever. Um, you know, those kind of audiences, you get a lot of people just observing. When you don't pander to all that shit, you get people that pay more attention and participate. But needless to say, back in the day, we saw those numbers were dwindling. And they know it was, it was a lot of people out there. And it was a different internet. The internet was not new. People were familiar with the internet, but internet was fast. Uh, fast internet started in 2006 for the most part and didn't finish until 2012. The infrastructure of DSL and decent uh, cable lines and uh, you know broadband and other things to give people actual fast internet to be able to do streaming video and participate in conversations and, and have enough participants to make it a big thing really didn't happen until kind of that era. So it was a time when everyone could participate and the conversation shifted in general from forums and picture-based stuff to video, which YouTube is you know, already in stride and, and winning. And uh, when YouTube brought on live conversations in the Hangouts feature, um, you know, they really brought a lot of people to the mix. And in those days, we all got into clicks and all the dude bros went together and all the vet bros went together and all the whatever the hell else bros got into piles and then all the oh everything's gonna this is the end of the roman empire people gets together and i hate the cops get together and i love the cops get together cops get together right everybody gets together and then a bunch of other people are like I don't really want to have to choose and I also don't want to be weird. So I'm just going to hang out with regular people that aren't worried about only hanging out with each other. And that happens, right? And those kind of conversations, there's a lot of people in that field and those kind of conversations were epic. 
they must still exist on the internet. The AI will find them in the future. The AI in the future that listens to me say this will find them and then talk to some other AIs and go, hey, look, I found this guy's AI or things that he was talking about. And I found him in four milliseconds or whatever. And then some other AI will go, I did that last week and I did it in one millisecond. And then they'll talk about the whatever holographic logarithms that they use, whatever Al Gore comes up with next. Okay, too many tangents. Getting back to it. Um, <clears throat> I do appreciate uh, the, uh, well, everybody letting me spin off there, but I think I was spinning off on the Olympic rings, holding us together as a community and uh, getting into every second matters and the origins of it. But uh, anyway, or every second matters is coming up uh, on the second. And because of that, I don't know if I'll be listening to the auction live. So I finally did get back to where we started from. Hey, it's Friday night and I'm 90 minutes in. And I'm drinking mild coffee. It's like very, very, very weak coffee, which I haven't been drinking much coffee. Uh, let's see. Charlie did a kiss-themed gun gram. Oh, I've seen the thumbnail for that. Crump. Has Crump had riding shotgun with Charlie on before, since Crump is still out there? Um, I got to get a better history down so that the AIs in the future can repeat that one and not such a sloppy one. Uh, I think, what if I am a robot and just don't know it? Uh, you can tell if you're a robot by stick. No, I won't say that. Um, let's see. So we were talking about AZ Firearms, who is also Gun Freedom Radio. Right now, I haven't been posting a lot of the Gun Freedom Radio stuff because I don't post politics stuff. And those, most of what they've been doing is focused on Arizona politics. Local politics are important, folks. I think uh, I don't need to mention that. But uh, I think we're going to see the natural when I keep talking about cycles and I talk about trends and people taking advantage of mechanisms, when the elections happen, the people who are political tend to be political, which restricts their amount of time they can do other things. So now they are not there and we have empty chairs where we would normally have people, not that they're out of the game, they've just gone to do a different role. And that's something that we should be able to anticipate and get ready for and come up with mechanisms of our own uh, hacking, right? Coming up with uh, a system to, to deal with these elements so that we just take it in stride. The uh, NRA thing was in 77. Came about because ATF abuses are the early 70s. Yeah, the... Um, well, that's a whole other thing. I'm not going to get all spin off on that one, but that's a good topic for one of Smeggy's things. He keeps talking about having a, a random Second Amendment-themed focused conversations. Oregon is trying to get people to vote others people's rights away. I suspect that's going to keep happening all the time for everybody. So we just learned how to effectively deal with and get past that while effectively right like dealing with it but then uh hopefully people that think they i think a lot of people think they can get away with stuff because they've got no opposition and it worked before but once you get up and get in their way they're like oh dang it they're not gonna work like they don't want to do something against you know they, they were used to just picking it up now they got to fight for it they're gonna go look for something else they can just pick up if that makes sense all right, so next we're going to talk about Alan Anchor. Talk about a bunch of suckers. So back in the day, I used to buy stickers and patches and stuff, but now I don't even bother because 
I, you know, I used to buy the stuff off of them, but now I don't bother because they're just showing everybody how to do everything now. So you can watch their series of videos and effectively learn how to do everything. And then all you got to do is buy all the equipment that they have, and then you can make your own stickers and patches for free. So for whatever reason, they're, they've armed their robot with the laser, and then they oiled it all up. So, you know, they're California. Maybe their neighbors are smoking the marijuana, and it's coming through, and they're, you know, acting irrationally. Maybe it's something about the solar lunar cycles or something on the tides i don't know smeggy probably knows more about this than i do patchouli there may be some patchouli oil spilled or something and gone into their water supply i have no idea what happens in california but they're effectively just giving away their whole operation you know eventually they're just going to show us their books you know show us whatever and then just leave their stuff out on the street i guess and then i don't know i don't understand california very very hippie way of doing their business ultimately interesting though you get to see how all their uh handmade stuff is done there in-house in california behind enemy lines often with u.s made materials and then uh you know that's how you can see how they're able to do things from like one item up to infinitely many for your small business or gun shop or uh project or channel uh, so they showed you how to do that. Then they started showing you how to do a bunch of software. I missed a whole nother one where they oiled up their robot that came out earlier today. So, uh, yeah, pretty much be your own small business watching Alan Anker tell you how to do everything. Then we've got uh, the Nebraska Firearms Association is going to have an online town meeting uh, for... I don't know if it's four, but it says Nebraska Senator Tom Brewer. So I think he might be sitting in or something. But anyway, it's scheduled for the evening of, of August 1st. For anybody that's interested, we have quite a few Nebraskians here and Nebraska enthusiasts. Even though it's got a panhandle, I'm more than happy to uh, let people know that there is a town hall meeting for the state of Nebraska coming up on the 1st. I think that's Monday, if I did my math correctly. Uh, speaking of Tuesday of this week, we had one of the gun shops who I urge you to follow a gun shop or two out there. One of the gun shops that's uh, doing good stuff is called Cape gun works. They're out in Massachusetts. And in addition to being a big gun shop, that's growing and offering a range and other services and, uh, uh, you know, products for the community in that, and being a consistent second amendment, uh, presence in the state of Massachusetts and in a fancy place in Massachusetts from what I am assuming uh, they also run a radio show so they do a radio show a little differently than the other ones uh, most of the other radio shows that we'll mention go live during their slot like they're broadcasting live and then they turn on YouTube in addition Cape Gunworks does that on Tuesdays as they co-host, well, as they are a co-host on the Grace Curley show in Massachusetts. Uh, they do a 45-minute segment, I think, called Rapid Fire, and that is a live stream during the live recording of the radio show, but that's the Grace Curley show. Then on Wednesday, they record their radio show for the shop, but that radio show gets recorded and then redistributed and rebroadcast as a syndicated item throughout the weekend on different radio stations in different states. 
So it's pretty interesting to listen to a live recording of one hour of radio and then one hour of podcasts. Like it's a two hour podcast. One hour of it is broadcast on radio, but they are capable and interested in listening to the live conversation. And quite a few people from Massachusetts, I'd say it's about 70% people from Massachusetts and like 30% people that just dig the show, uh, follow it, ask questions, put insight in there. And uh, they do a really capable job of following the live conversation, including it, and not making it weird for the people listening. And the people that listen also have an opportunity to call in, and they know that when the show is being recorded, they can call in. Plus, because it's done at, a, at the shop with a, like a loyal customer base, it's just a really interesting uh, show to watch. On top of all that, it's more focused on your rights than your grip angle and definitely more interested in educating than attempting to, uh, you know, pummel you with uh, uh, hard sell. So they have merch, they have uh, things from their website, a you know, pretty impressive website of products and things. So they're able to offer stuff to people who might be listening or interested in supporting them from outside of Massachusetts, but then for the people in Massachusetts, they've got, again, all kinds of variety and selection. It's a pretty awesome looking store. I've only seen 200 something gun shops in my day, but from what I've seen of it, it's a very, um, I don't wanna say unique because I've seen a couple of shops like that, but large scale, uh, interesting shop for sure. Definitely curious to check that one out sometime. So they were live on their own show and on the Grace Curley show. They are not all that perfect because their thumbnails blow. Their thumbnails actually suck. So they listen to this, work on your thumbnails. Come on, man. Uh, same with Come and Talk It, suck at their thumbnails. I on the Target Radio also suck at their thumbnails. Why? Because they're radio shows. Look at everybody else. Hey, we're on YouTube and our thumbnails pretty much rock or are awesome or like we know what we're doing. Everybody down here in the radios is like, here's our logo, here's our logo. Like here's some parts. Come on, man. It's all about thumbnails on the YouTube. So then you get to come and talk at another gun shop. This is a gun shop in Austin, Texas. This is a gun shop whose owner has a lawsuit going on the bump stocks against the government. Also been running a, a radio show since back in the days of gun channels. I don't want to bloviate too long about gun channels, but gun channels was a community that we built in 2013. And uh, it lasted up until 2020. So seven years worth of uh, place for people, just the evolution of the forum, the evolution of the social media platform for gun owners, by gun owners. And for years on that, in that community, Yoder, Texas, who sometimes shows up and listens to the show, um, would post the link to uh, come and talk it. So a lot of us listen to the come and talk it radio show for years now. And I just found them recently on YouTube. So it's interesting because, again, they broadcast uh, simultaneously with uh, the next one we're going to talk about, uh, Eye on the Target Radio. So I usually listen to both and mute one and listen to the other. And, you know, if they're just talking about something boring or something I've heard about before, or it's one of their set uh, commercial spots because these are both live, their commercial spots do not coincide with each other very often. Sometimes they do, but usually... I can turn down one and the other one saying something. And unfortunately, Locked and Loaded Latino is probably on somewhere around here too. So it gets to be pretty noisy, but I get a lot of work done on Sundays listening to these things live. 
So come and talk it this week was dealing with uh, Texas, kind of frustrating. I don't like dealing with these things. I like moving on, but I understand for some people, they are interested in dealing with these things over and over and over. And when you live in the state and real, you know, no people, you don't have the option to just move on, I'm sure. It's frustrating, but it's a, another aspect of this that once we can incorporate it and have a, a, a human and appropriate uh, response, then we all be better. We've got a lot of people coming on board who understand brains and relationships with you know interpersonal relationships better than ever before so potentially we'll start seeing some uh, options laying down and some uh, some examples being set for uh, alternatives to being the mechanism and reacting whenever we're accosted with the manipulation or the marginalization I guess that the other side throws at us well, let's see, some antique sellers in Massachusetts. I ran into a few Pro 2A ones. It's pretty cool, and you can sometimes find good stuff. Very cool. Are you talking like antique shops? Man, when I had money, when I was still playing show and tell on YouTube all the time, uh, I would make a bunch of money, more money than I should have, and I just spent it all on more stupid show and tell crap. But it gave me an opportunity to go hang out in different places looking for weird shit. And when I was looking for my bayonets, I would often go to like antique malls. I really like those. Hey. Oh man, she looked weird as hell. She looked like a stuffed animal. I thought she had had a conniption or something. She's alive. Um, so yeah, I really dig some of the antique malls and stuff. If you're talking something like that, then yeah, I can totally dig that. Uh, if you're talking swap meets, it's been a while since I've gone to swap meets, but I'm not really collecting anything I can get at a swap meet anymore. But back in the day, I grew up at swap meets, really, hanging out at them and doing stuff at swap meets. So anyway, yeah, hanging out with people there would be pretty pretty insane, I would think. The swap meet out here is a lot different. The swap meets when I grew up were kind of like garage sales altogether. The swap meets out here in Tucson are more like crazy parties on the weekends. And then kind of like a normal swap meet on the uh, weekdays or during the day on the weekends. But once it gets to be about dusk on the weekends, the swap meet out here turns into like this crazy party. Oh, let's see. I want it to be somewhat polished. So I some work to do first. I don't know what he's talking about. The show, maybe? Uh, let's see. And then... Tent Antique Show in May. All right, so uh, thanks everybody for chatting. Hopefully it's not too distracting for the people listening to us live, but I do appreciate, I like live shows. So if you're listening to this in the future, you don't maybe get this, that I could care less about the, I don't want to say care less, but I could care less about the professionalism or the presentation of this. I enjoy the experience of it and uh, I'd, not sure if I'm going to go with a co-host. I, I don't really want to expect someone to co-host. I've had a couple of people act like they wanted to be co-hosts, but then they never really applied for the job. So I may or may not, you know, this show's 1,300 episodes in. We've had plenty of co-hosts in the past, but this kind of just rambling on isn't my, I don't have a need to do this, but I also want to get this information across without forcing people to read it. And uh, yeah, so give me some feedback or whatever, but uh 
think of saying poor Mello, she was dozing off in dreamland. It's pretty much what it probably was. She's been acting kind of weird because it's back to normal temperature. So she's not like dying of heat exhaustion constantly. And uh, she did do the only thing she likes doing, which is going outside before the show. And uh, she was pretty happy. So she, but she's been asleep the whole time. So I don't know what was going on. She was just in a really weird way where all four of her feet were stuck out straight and her mouth was open. And she doesn't normally sleep with her mouth open or do anything with her mouth open. So I was like, wait a minute, something happened. And she was just completely still also. But now she's fine. All right. So I on the target radio. I don't remember anything specifically. Oh, no, they had Cheryl Todd on. So uh, Cheryl Todd, I mentioned earlier, uh, gun. Uh, Freedom Radio and the uh, AZ Firearms Auctions and the Pot of Gold Auctions. That's all Cheryl Todd and just one aspect of what Cheryl Todd's doing. Uh, she's also uh, helping out Im immeasurably with the Arizona Citizens Defense League as they restructure and have new uh, or have challenges with their infrastructure and, you know, getting uh, new positions for the main officers and stuff. So she's been a you know, capable, uh, reliable uh, member of that organization, as well as doing political stuff that I can't keep up with. And I would say, without putting words in her mouth, potentially her thing that she's most interested in or most satisfied to be working with, bringing Faster Saves Lives to Arizona. She's working with a place called Shooter's World up there. Uh, it's a cool gun shop I've mentioned for years that uh, recently opened two locations. I think the second location is a new owner that bought the first location, but I may be wrong. And uh, I know that the new location, though, I think is where they're bringing the Faster Saves Lives uh, project from Ohio. And that's what they talked about on Eye on the Target Radio quite a bit was that concept that it started in Ohio with an airline pilot who saw the reaction after uh, the stuff that happened in 2012. Remember I said a whole bunch of people are, you know, started in 15. That was instigated in 15 by the results of 12. So in 2012, whatever happened there and the way that it was exploited was perceived by this airline pilot who was capable and he created a faster its facilities and something system faster systems administrator i can't remember it all but it's uh it's it's a training emergency response training for not just instructors and teachers but for the facilities and the uh um people in the main office everybody that might be associated with uh, uh schools and learning facilities uh, institutional learning facilities if anybody finishes the institutional learning facilities quote with the appropriate drink well played anyway um uh cheryl todd is bringing faster Saints lives down to arizona i on the target radio interviewed cheryl todd that was most of what they talked about but they talked about some other stuff as well then you get gun owners radio the uh California, Southern California group who does their radio show live. They also listen to the YouTube stuff. They just don't interact with the YouTube much. I mean, they'll talk to you on YouTube chat, but they never bring the YouTube chat into the radio show ever. I don't know if they have a, they have a better, they have a, like a, a script that they abide by closer. 
uh, and they have a more timed uh, or a more, uh, you can kind of tell their radio. Well, they're also showing themselves in the studio. So for whatever reason, you can kind of see their radio or their ad spots coming. Uh, Gun Owners Radio is one that uh, plays interesting stuff during their ads. Did I already talk about that? So uh, kind of an interesting one to watch uh, compared to some of the other radio shows. Uh, then we get, I'd only put one of these in here this week, although I probably listened to more. But I like to put a section in here for the military interviews that I listen to. Uh, there are three channels that have amazing, well, there's lots of channels that have good interviews, but three channels that I like, four channels, but one of them's intermittent. And now Ed's Manifesto has started a podcast, so I'll be listening to that and adding a fifth channel to this section. But the uh, one of the reasons I'm optimistic, comfortably optimistic, and, I'm not, and not irrationally optimistic about our future is listening to the epic conversations and insight that comes from the veterans on our global war on terror. You can complain all you want about money spent. As long as you ignore the surplus, what is this, this army surplus? What do you get out of the effort? So you can look at just the political ramifications. You can look at just the economic ramifications just the social ramifications and you can ignore the technological and institutional and other dynamic I don't know what the words are you know things that come out of any grand scale effort and in this case a global war on terror it was done in a different way than other wars we didn't send battalions and and platoons in. occasionally we'd send a bunch of marines in or a bunch of rangers but for the most part it was small groups with different uh, supply channels and different needs and different uh, 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 goals than we'd ever used. And that allowed a lot of manipulation and a lot of uh, errors and a lot of infrastru infrastructure growth and um, awareness. Uh, special operations has grown into its own branch and it has been flexed and used, the muscles been used in ways that uh, were never dreamed when the OSS first, you know, gave glimpse to that concept. So anyway, if you pay attention to that stuff, especially some of these interviews I'm going to talk about today with Rick, uh, who was in uh, during the day, back in the day, did some amazing things by being the type of person to volunteer for more and to, to do instead of watch and uh, experience some amazing stuff, a completely capable dude. And then uh, after a long uh, career in military and goes into the um, CIA and does um, that kind of work. And when these guys talk about that stuff, it brings to a whole new light. And it's the same as if you watch television or a movie, I guess and watch a revolver shoot a gas tank on a vehicle and the car explodes and people go flying in six directions. There's almost no recoil on the revolver. Uh, the person puts that freshly fired revolver back into their pants or whatever. And then the people jump out of the car and just start running, right? Like that same version of reality is most spy stories. 
most spy stuff is totally boring and different than any of the movies who try to hype it up. So the same way those explosions are fake reality in order to make the movie seem exciting, most of the spy stuff is the same way. So when you start to listen to what the spies actually did and accomplished, it's actually interesting as hell. And it explains a lot of the stuff where people who all want to complain and all want to say it's the fall of the Roman Empire, how they're being played often or at least distracted. And uh, lots and lots of insight. And just uh, listening to how capable people have accomplished is always interesting, in my opinion. So this one was, uh, again, the guy who did some stuff back in the day and then went into uh, um, the CIA. Actually, I've got the links all messed up here. So then I, there was also one uh, where this other CIA guy, so Team House is another show I listened to on Fridays. I didn't listen to it today, but this one was last Friday. They had a guy on for the second time, and he was talking about Ukraine and Russia. So if you're into all that, I'd highly recommend listening to this because this is, again, a different guy than this picture here, but a different guy who's uh, ex-CIA. And he talks about his his um, opinions, his point of view, or I guess his opinion of uh, Putin and Russia and abilities and strategies and stuff. And, you know, take it with a grain of salt, of course, but it's uh, an interesting perspective. I don't listen to these things, so it was something I'd never heard before, but everything would be something I'd never heard before. Uh, it was fairly interesting. It's always interesting, in my opinion, to hear the guys from the team house interview someone because they have an interesting style and because it's two of them and they kind of have similar but different interests uh you know they, they they tend to bring out some interesting stories in their guests speaking of guests we're not done yet because now we can talk about the stuff that we've done this week uh, we did a bunch of stuff so in addition to watching other people do stuff we do stuff uh we post that stuff on the different platforms and we try to put it in front of people who care about it so we're not wasting everybody's time with everything we do but uh we don't stop you know our goal is to share the firearms community and to keep the com the conversation moving forward and where possible you know we'll do like clover says be the mortar between bricks or be the uh I don't know, whatever the hell Charlie says, the loop between hoops or something. So, uh, you know, we post some stuff. So I do like to post, since I am posting this now, this weekly wrap-up on so many platforms, I like to post a couple of things that we've done, especially when I'm proud of them. I've uh, been a big fan of what Walk the Talk America has accomplished and their ability to let people know about the... They started... Uh, let's say if they started the organization on the line between mental, not mental, but um, medical um, field and the firearms industry, the medical industry and the firearms industry, if that's where they started, they've encroached into both industries. So instead of just being, hey, gun people, let's talk about your mental health. They've also said, hey, doctors, let's talk about gun owners. Because, well, there is a situation where doctors don't consider gun owners as an, a group of people with a, a specific enough or a, un, a united enough set of characteristics that we can be thought of as being a, a community. Uh, for example, as gun owners, we understand that there's a perception of seeking mental health uh, uh, mental health uh, 
care, I guess, um, because we're not sure what the consequences might be on our ability to exercise our rights. So if doctors don't realize that, there's a gap there and that gap gets played by the manipulators. So one way of eliminating angles and vectors for the manipulators to screw with us is to close those gaps, is to eliminate the, the misunderstandings and the lack of awareness. So what, with Walk the Talk America has done on both sides is impressive and admirable. They've also done it in a way that doesn't a, a kowtow to existing infringements. In other words, it doesn't amplify existing infringements. There are alternatives out there that you don't hear me often amplify that go up to the existing infringements and wrap a bunch of curly fries around them and dip them in ranch. I'm not interested in that shit. You can keep your infringements. I don't care how cheesy they are how delicious they are i don't want your infringements walk the talk america has done all their accomplishments in the realm of those people having conversations with those people but never compromising on the true uh what's the word foundation of you know what what our deal is here that we don't want government oversight at all so uh and that we're competent and it's unnecessary. It's not like we're asking for the lack of oversight. We're saying that we don't need the government to be bad at it, to give us, leave us alone and let us accomplish it. And the issues that we all understand exist will be gone because we understand ourselves. And once we can educate our physicians to leave, to understand how to work with us, we've actually accomplished something. And Walk the Talk America does it, going back to Brooke Cheney's, efforts on suicide prevention two out of three deaths from a firearm is suicide so if we can accomplish reducing the number of suicides period we help ourselves out because we take a number away from the antis and we've done it in a way where we collaborated and worked together outside the state to accomplish that it gives us all the uh, sense of accomplishment that we can and do work together quite a bit this is another example of it, but it also lets the antis know that we're not to be trifled with, that we're competent and able to work together when necessary to accomplish great things like we already have with firearm safety, with hunter safety, and with other things. Uh, for example, constitutional carry and, well, should say concealed carry first in every single state and then constitutional carry in all but a couple of the states at this point. So that is again an accomplishment of individuals being able to be self-sufficient and safe and uh, having almost no uh, issues that they can use against us. So that was a great conversation with Jake. It was two hours live and then another hour something off air where we talked about all kinds of ideas. So I'm looking forward to having Jake on with some other people who've worked in uh, different fields to, to meld firearms and other fields together, under industries together, and then with other people in the field of mental health awareness or suicide prevention uh, to have a con let them all get together and have a conversation where they don't have to focus on news of the day and they just get a bit of a strategy session and a bit of a um, Q&A with some interested observers who might be watching live. So looking for, look forward to that in the uh, future. I don't want to say near future because obviously it'll involve some scheduling, but uh, we've got the 
ice broken on that project. And again, I want to take a moment to say thanks to the Patreons who give me the time to be able to do that. They give us the servers and the software to put all this stuff up and then the time to do this project, the Daily Gun Show, the other projects, and to bring uh, Second Amendment advocates on like that and eventually bring them together. My goal is to get them to meet up with me, do this interview, and give them an opportunity to just talk for an hour on why they do what they do and how they do what they do. Because so often activists get invited onto a show to say, you're an expert, tell us what you think about the news of the day. Okay, that's your 10 minutes. Thanks for being on. How do we get a hold of you? See ya. And then that's it. Or how about an hour of shoot the shit? So this is an hour of why do you do what you do? Most of us have a why. And those people that are out there accomplishing the most probably have an interesting why. And then how they do it. Because so many activists out there think that you got to do something or know somebody or have done something or all that bullshit. And it's not true. Everybody that's accomplished anything was just a regular person who got sick of it and started doing something about it. Literally. Every single person that's accomplished anything was just a regular person that decided to start doing something differently. So I like listening to the how they did stuff too. So uh, that's my goal is to have let people have those conversations. And then once they understand that's all I'm looking for out of them, I'm not trying to sell them nothing or get nothing out of them, invite them back to just have a comfortable conversation with peers so that they can, again, have this conversation that let their hair down, have a cup of coffee or a cigar or whatever it is they like, and then just chat about what interests them maybe with some input from the live audience. And I'm looking forward to having some of those conversations in the future here. If you have uh, ideas for combinations for that kind of show, let me know. Uh, not just the live people, but if you're listening to this in the future and you got this far into the show, you're valued. I don't know if you're a Patreon or not, but I've, I thank my Patreons. But if you're listening this deep into a show, that means that you've clicked into some numbers on the logarithm that are impressive. So thank you very much. Most people listen to a moment or two of a show this long and ditch out. So thanks for listening to this much of it, truly. Uh, let's see. Then we got uh, Ask Gun Questions. Uh, me and Tony and Clover get together and answer gun questions. This was kind of a normal week. We went about two hours. Then we had Ask Gun or no, then we had uh, the th Oh, only an hour and a half of Instagrams this week, so I must have gone pretty quick. I think what happened is I started a half an hour late or something this week and ran into those radio shows, so it was a pretty abrupt one. But what I do is I just go on and on about the Instagram posts instead of the YouTube posts. <clears throat> I'm also trying to smear the projects together, smear the social platforms together. People on Instagram often hate YouTube, and the people on YouTube almost always hate Instagram. So I try to wipe them off on each other just to piss them all, both off and make them aware of each other. And maybe it makes sense to cross-link. I don't know. Also, YouTube and Facebook hate each other. So I get a little satisfaction smushing YouTube and Facebook together. Finally, I'm smushing Amazon together with stuff. I've got a bunch of videos over on Amazon. I want to thank our Patreons, not just for keeping us on air, but also helping out by clicking on some of our Amazon videos. I made this little three-minute drone video over there. Uh, I don't know if Pink's seen that, but uh, Pink uh, sent his drone over that we've been uh, fiddling with. It's an awesome little EXO. The hell? I put EXO drone. I should have called it EXO scout. Uh, the EXO scout is the uh, little tiny, well, not super tiny, but very tiny kind of 
pro yeah, it's still a toy i guess but it's not a toy it's pretty cool it's real easy to fly and it's a lot of fun so i did a quick video on that shoved it over on amazon yep with that oh you did good so with that we'll uh we'll start wrapping it up we'll scroll back to the top this was i don't know it takes a little time to watch all this stuff all week it takes a little time to interpret it i guess and then it takes, you know, like an hour or whatever. I listen to Gizzard Show and I type all this stuff up. We take it over here and shove it into Patreon, the blog over here, because I can take all these pictures and snapshots and whatnot, and it looks cool, right? I can form, uh, format the stuff and it's easy to figure out. We then copy it and paste it over to um, Substack, which is kind of like a blog that gets distributed amongst nerds. And then you got the YouTube video, which you're being part of right now. And then uh, we'll put this out as a newsletter. So if you're interested in e getting an email of this, feel free. It costs me money, so don't just do it for no reason. But something like 400 people like it that way. And then uh, the blog itself, the thing you're looking at over here on Patreon. So we take that and kind of copy and paste it around. And uh, the goal is to have an opportunity to talk about this stuff and to create a piece of video that I can then put out there. Hopefully it's entertaining or interesting enough that people start to watch it so that we can have a long conversation show each night. Um, first, I got to have a show. Then I can make the show longer. Then people will show up and have interviews and be hang out, right? Like, so let's create the place, which we're kind of already done. Uh, let's kind of start to invite people in. So I'll be doing that potentially more in the future here. We'll see if people start asking for invites, that kind of thing. And uh, eventually, this might turn into some kind of a long format overnight show focused on 2A. How cool would it be if we created something that started with a late night overnight and became something that gun shops could listen to as they start the day? Give them everything they need to start the day as a uh, well-informed and uh, enlightened uh part of the community so as people came in they'd know uh what's up and could relay and uh facilitate some uh reach with uh important stuff that way so uh we got big goals for this show thanks to the people that hang out and listen to this much of it live in the middle of the night if you're listening to this much of it as a replay then it seems kind of silly to not leave a comment uh but if you do do not want to leave a comment it is your right uh with that well i guess i'm sick of saying stuff i'm just kind of getting into a circle at this point uh let's see into drone what is that anyway thanks again pink thanks to who else is out there smeggy's out there am i saying vain right uh m gabriel oh you know what i'm forgetting a couple of things First, let's do the super chat thing that I was alluding to earlier. So I'm going to have to jump over here. Why don't we give you another commercial? Sorry, but it gives me something to do while I'm drinking the rest of this watered down coffee and finding the number of super chats over here. We're probably going to talk about the Spreadshirt store again. Hey, did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do? Check out our print-on-demand store. We have a tab here on YouTube. When you click on it, you can choose from a bunch of different items. We have shirts and posters and coffee mugs. Click on the one you like. When you find the design you want to put on it, choose a color and a size if it's appropriate. And when you purchase these items, a portion goes to help fund our future projects. 
We really do appreciate your support. You get some cool stuff. When you get that stuff, post pictures here and on other platforms, and we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store. Thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com. Okie dokie. I figured it out. All right. <clears throat> so the thing is they don't number them for me. So we've got in July, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 11, 12, 13, 14. Holy crap. 14 super chats this month. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Of them came from this chat <laughs> so you guys got pretty good odds if you're in here and you super chatted tonight <clears throat> nine out of the 14 super chats we got tonight or this month were from y'all so thank you for that I'm now gonna go over on the screen in front of all of us so that nobody sees nothing on my sleeves and I'm gonna type in random just like you would if you were doing this legit and then I'm going to go to random.org, the true random number service, as they call it. And I'm going to put in, what did I just say, 14? I'm going to count again, just to make sure. One, two, three, four, five. Yep, 14. So five and nine is 14. So we're going to go one to 14. Here's how I'm going to do it. <clears throat> I think one is the first one to come in. Oh, you're saying that it's an introductory drone. Definitely. Yeah. I could see somebody having that as their first drone. Way better than the toys I've had. Like I bought that one for $50 one time. Oh, snap. I'm going to refresh because Mark, thank you very much, just dropped another $20 super chat into there. Much appreciated. Considering he also grabbed stuff over at the store this week. Uh, let's see. Is Wood still out there? That means Mark and Woods are here. So y'all are about to grab a free pin as well. I will be grabbing those pins here in a second as soon as we start randomizing. So I'm going to refresh this. Can I do that? I got to get used to how you look at these super chat thingies. Mm, you know what? It doesn't show me yours. Wait. Nope. Yeah, it does. Nope. 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 Or no, nope. No, no, no. It hasn't showed it to me. So what I'm going to do is, I do I only be with another commercial? Damn, sorry, I don't want to keep leaving you with commercials. I'll leave you with a commercial for this show itself. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. That gave me time to go over and... Oh, come on. This, and then let's bring this up here, and then bring this down right there. I don't think I'm going to get it to focus because, oh, maybe, maybe this robot eye has been giving me a glitch lately. So let's just say that that's ish. Can I bring them up? Oh, no, it's going to be stupid. So you get the idea. So I was going through my pins. 
um, you know, going to SHOT Show since 2005. I've acquired a couple of pins. I don't even like them. I don't look for them. I guess I used to look for them, but I don't look for them anymore. I just get them. It just happens. And uh, here's an assortment of them. So today's, or this week's, I should say, Free Patch Friday uh, folks will be picking a pin, and that is Woods, and that is Mark. So we're about to spin, and I'm going to refresh my screen over here. Hopefully that let Mark's Super Chat, gave enough time for Mark's Super Chat to show up. Oh, that's interesting. It does not. Do I have to do something over here to make it? No. Interesting. Is today the 25th or the 29th? Today is the 29th. Since the last... I thought this thing's supposed to show you your super chats as they are. Yeah, this is definitely Pink's one from before because he says waiting for the showcasings to fall. Uh, oh, that makes me think then Pink bought something at the store. I guess I should be paying attention to the store over here if anybody else. Well, Pink and Mark and Woods. So I guess there was three people at the store. You guys are each grabbing a pin. And then, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to say 15 and Mark will be 15. So... Here we go. So now we can just change this to 15 and we're going to go random and I can make this bigger. Oh, I guess you're not looking at this. Why don't you look at screen Sharon over here? She's not embarrassed. One, uh, come on. One out of 15. For some reason, it's way over here. So here we go. Oh, is that in the middle now? One out of 15. Here we go. Number two. So that'll be second from the bottom. And that, is that what it was last time? For all of July, second from the bottom is from July 2nd on an Ask Gun Questions. It was another $20 bill, thank you very much, from Mark. So that is the winner. So you want a pin or do you want a patch? It's kind of up to you, I guess. You're sitting out there. So you're going to win uh, that for being our super chat of the day. And I probably should have brought some patches out here. So if you want an extra pin, or if you don't want a pin, let me know and I can go get some patches. Uh, and then if Woods and Pink want a pin, let me know. Did I post a video about these pins already, or is that yet to happen? I don't really remember. I remember filming the video, and I think I even edited it. But I don't remember if I edited it all the way or if I'm dreaming. So while we're asking or waiting for the response to the folks who are watching live, Thank you very much, by the way. The, that was just a drawing randomly from people who have super chatted us this week, this month, excuse me. Uh, 16, what did I say? 15 super chats this month. Thank you very much. Uh, people put super chats in basically to throw a couple of bucks at us. And uh, one of the ways we can say thanks is on this show each week, we do this drawing and randomly say thanks somehow. And I figured uh, since we're going to be doing these pins for every second or for the uh, free patch Friday, um, I'd say, hey, let's take a look at these pins. 
So I'm going to attempt to wiggle my robot eye. Uh, it's really been screwing with me lately, so I always seem to go the wrong way. I'm really thinking I'm going to take this robot eye off. There's like these two pimples. I got to go up and rub these two pimples. Oh, yeah, that worked. Um, I'm going to make those little one of those pimples into like a little peg or something so I can just move the peg. So is that Puerto Rico or is that Texas? I don't know. It's some kind of frog with some kind of flag. San Francisco, or no, uh, Surefire, Kimber, Mossbergs, Glock, Ruger, 49, Sig Sawyer, Remington 200, 200th anniversary, I think. Another Sig Sawyer, different one. A little, are you ready for this? A Caltech PS2000 that does this. Are you ready for this? Are you watching this? Some people aren't witnessing this because they're like, I don't know. That's a hat pin. And that just happened. And now look what I can do. It's made out of metal. It's made out of hat pin metal. That just happened. Uh, run guns. That says 3,500 hours. You could act like you accomplished something for 3,500 hours. I don't even know what that's from. 1889, who knows what that is? You know what 1889 is? Did I already say about these SIGs? Let's go shooting, stupid NSSF. Um, what does that say? Victor Victory? I don't know what that is. Maybe it means something to somebody. There's a uh, gun, Smith, I think. Uh, another Caltech, doesn't do anything. Uh, not legal in California. What? And then a Delton gun broker, uh, law enforcement officers memorial, Washington D.C. Israeli weapons industries. I'm pretty sure that was off on one of my army greens. Uh, some kind of a dragon. Um, armor source, Windham Armory. Another Windham Armory. A ramshot powders, a browning shotgun. What? Yeah, it's basically a browning shotgun shell with a spike coming out of it. It's amazing. So I think that's an earring. Like if I had earring holes, I would be cramming this in there because that's basically a tiny little shotgun shell. It's like a nine millimeter shotgun shell. Then you got uh, an Ely, uh, kind of a Three-quarter bullet, it's a pretty neat one. It's got dimension, but it's not a full bullet like that other one. Arms core, and I don't know what this is, but it's got diamonds on it and a little cow skull, so it's probably satanic and ritualistic, but and there's a bunch of diamonds on it. All right, so let's see. How does this break down? <clears throat> so Pink ordered something off store. He gets one. Woods ordered something off store. He gets one. Mark ordered stuff off store. He gets two, three, three for Mark. Then Mark just won the drawing. So Mark gets four of these. So it'll go like Mark, Woods, Mark, Pink, Mark, Mark. Something like that. Uh, if you want to get in on this, I don't know, help out. But otherwise, you're not obligated. You can watch everybody uh, get some pins. I don't know. Do people like pins? I don't really like them that much. What I do with them is I jam them into the wall of, or like the door of my safe. But that's stuff I like. So some of this stuff is not my deal. That's why I'm offering it to other people who might like it. Uh, let's see. So 
anything critters. So what do we got critters? This dragon thing is a critter. This frog thing, you want that frog thing? There's this ram shot, but that's kind of weird. But you got a bunch coming, so I don't mind giving you that ram shot one. There's a horse on this Winchester one, and it's got like a domed deal going on. So there's the critter ones. And then if you see something else, let me know. And then Woods is saying a pin sounds good, so that's fine. He's saying Mossberg all day, but now that he's heard all the rest of them, we'll see. Guns and Barbecue is saying somebody has a $50 coupon right now at Amazon. I don't know what that's all about, but can I give them my uh, Amazon link instead of somebody else's Amazon link? Uh, oh, you're saying the... The EXO Scout has a $50 coupon right now. Then let me go take a look. But I'm going to give you my link so I get a cut. So EXO Drone. Ooh. And then you go to Amazon's. Where's Amazon? Come on, Amazon. Amazon's. And then how do you figure out which one? Automotive parts. No thanks, stupid. How about Exo Scout? This Holy Stone one has a is only ninety nine bucks. Uh, drone. I don't see the one you're talking about. There's one for seventy nine. So I guess I can look off of his link. Where's his link? There it is. Close this one. So Exo Scout drone camera, save an extra 50 bucks right on. So I'm gonna just throw you this littler link that'll have a kickback to our thing. So you know how it works. You pay the same price, it's just we get a kickback if you end up buying it. I can tell you these little exos, they're not perfect, but they're, I mean, the little scout isn't perfect, but uh, it's pretty freaking neat. My only issue with it is I don't got it working with my phone good, but, uh, and the, my biggest issue is that it has to work with the phone. Like it doesn't have its own internal storage. That's the only issue with it really. But because it's not working with my phone good, it's frustrating. I can only get like little clips of video, but it's uh, very lightweight. So if you've got like a garage, perfect. I don't know where pink flies his, but like an empty garage would be perfect. Or like just a big living room or like a big room would be amazing, actually. Backyard, when it's not windy, but uh, I'd be scared shitless to fly this thing where it matters because it's just not strong enough to keep up with the wind. It's so little. But uh, I'm also not done learning how to fly it yet. So anyway, a little sidetrack there. Uh, thanks for that link, though, Barbecue. Much appreciated. I just translated into a link. That will give us a small cut. Uh, pink sand kind of looks like the Ohio flag, and my sister-in-law likes frogs. So, okay. I don't think Mark will care if I give that one to Pink, unless he was uh, eyeballing the thing. It might be an Ohio flag. Are there frogs in Ohio? It might be some sort of a thing. Uh, still Mossberg. All right, so with Mossberg, oh, I guess there is only the one. Okay, so you got that Mossberg one coming. And then... Uh, why don't somebody pick, whoever picks the next one, that'll also go to Mark. 
so somebody else can pick for Mark so he gets a surprise one in here. Or two, maybe. Why don't we give two more to Mark? And I appreciate Mark. He bought some uh, books from the Gear website store, and I had not printed books in a while, so I don't know how my store even sold you the two. So I appreciate you buying two books. Uh, I wrote on there. Hopefully they're useful. You bought you bought some older books, so thank you for that. But uh, since I didn't have them, I printed them today, and then I took that since I had everything out. I printed out uh, a couple of copies of uh, some of those. I forget now the. Um, I think the uh, museum, I got like four copies of the museum and uh, a couple of copies of the 50 states because I've been doing the 50 states on Tuesday. I finally printed out some copies of that. So anyway, thanks again for purchasing stuff and getting me off my butt to uh, get the, basically I have to turn the printer on and get all that stuff out. So it gave me an excuse to do all that. All right, so I'm still looking for somebody out there to pick two more of uh, these uh, things for Mark. And it looks like we're in one of the situations again, unfortunately. And this happens quite a bit. You know, sometimes I think to myself, everybody's got this figured out already. I'm never going to be able to pull this over on them again. And then it happens again and again and again and again, over and over and over and over and over. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, man. So here's the deal. First, we're going to look at the poll. Uh, 31 votes in. Neck and neck, almost. Bad week for 2A, 39%. Good week for 2A, 35%. Couldn't be more impressed with everybody. Uh, just a couple of 16% for come on, man, you know the thing. And 10% for great week. So like I say, I, I think I could easily be, uh, I could I would comfortably sit down and argue that it was a good, a great week if I had to. I'd probably stand on good week all day and encourage you to be, you know, able to take a punch in the gut once in a while and not quit and not freak out and just get back to doing the thing, which is we're not punching, we're just defending. So you got to take a punch once in a while and realize that we're stronger and bigger than our opponent. Maybe that's the key. Maybe people aren't used to being stronger and bigger than other people. When you're right, and you're justified, you don't need to lash out. You need to let the other person get tired. They're weak. They're going to get tired. They're lashing out violently because it's their last struggle, and they know they don't have much time left. So we're big, and we're better, so we can take these hits. So anyway, uh, appreciate the people voting for good week. I don't know how many people I was pitching earlier that so many people were throwing it away. So I don't know how many people went back and re-voted, but uh, you gave me some encouragement. And if that many people just showed up and litter in, you know, just uh, organically voted for a good week, then that's awesome. So uh, I'm not unrealistically uh, optimistic. I am cautiously optimistic, but also justifiably optimistic in how well we're doing as a country. And as a culture, and as a community, as an industry, and uh, you know what? Even as a bunch of YouTubers, even though most of them ain't worth a spit, the ones that you know and I know are pretty damn good. Um, I guess I'm going to try to cram this down at the bottom. Let's see what happens. Sometimes I put too much stuff in here, as I mentioned. Yeah, I'm at 4,850 characters. I can't put the results of the quiz in this week. 
That's the that's what happens when you cram the the description of the video with too many Second Amendment links. I can't put the results. Oh, I lost my stupid little ninja guy. Come on, here he is. So uh, that was the results of the poll. And now we'll go back to what I inevitably have to do occasionally, and that's let you know that earlier in the show, I flipped the thing, the banner. To say whatever it says, the Daily Gun Show. So we're going to go over here, and I'll slowly go over here. And I'll slowly click on the giveaway thing. And I'll slowly click on today's show. And I'll slowly put in the hashtag daily. Oops. Go back and slowly put in the thing daily gun show. And then I'll hit start collecting. Oh, we got two. So are only two people going to be in the running? Or is other people out there going to scramble to a keyboard and actually type something in there? So let me start getting a piece of paper so I don't forget everything that's going on today because of all these fabulous prizes, giveaways, and extra bonus loot. Let's, did anybody ever type in there Mark's bonus pins? What a bunch of jerks. You don't even give other people stuff away. Come on. So I need some pin ideas for Mark. And then I'm going to write down everything that everybody got here. So Woods gets the uh, Mossberg pin. Uh, then Mark got the uh, pile with critters. And then pink got the uh, frog flag. You know who's pissed about that? Honda, because he likes frogs so much. All right, so at that, re I don't remember the pin options. Redo it. Is that what you're saying? So let me go back to the pin options. Uh, Got to unclick. Here we go. So we had Surefire. We have a Kimber. We have a Glock one. Pretty lame. We have a Sig one and another Sig one. We've got a 200 years Remington and a Ruger 49, whatever that means. This one's actually pretty interesting. It's like a badge or something. It's really heavy. There's the Caltech that comes down like this. And then it goes back because it's an actual thing. It doesn't really shoot, though. And that magazine doesn't come out. Uh, then it's got run mag. We've got, uh, what does that say? Run guns, I guess. Then it says uh, 3,500 hours. I don't remember what that's to. 1889, no one knows what that is. No one said they know what that is yet. A couple of SIG live freeze <clears throat> or die. Uh, stupid Let's Go Shooting from Stupid NSSF. You got the uh, Arms Core Source, the Vistavuri. I don't know what that is. Is that even a gun thing? Somehow I have it. Then we have a uh, Smith & Wesson gun. Probably off, I'm pretty sure it's off of my greens. I just don't remember where. Uh, then we've got uh, Gun Broker. This thing says National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial, IWI, Arms Corps. A uh, little thing with a bunch of diamonds in it and some kind of a cow skull. It's probably some kind of weird ritual thing. Maybe it's haunted by a witch. I don't know. Um, then this shotgun shell 
Wyndham, Wyndham, and Eli. All right, barbecue saying Keltec and Sig live free. So we give them the good Keltec and the Sig live free. So let's take another look at this cool Keltec pin. First off, there's two stabby things on it. So it's got a good solid base because they know what they're doing. They're good engineers. Look at how flush it is. That's the kind of quality we're talking about. And then you just peel this thing over and it locks into place. It's good to go, do your deal, whatever. And it's a pistol brace on here. Are you kidding me? It's a pistol brace on here. When you're done with it, flip it back over, you're good to go. And then the other one just says, SIG, live free or die, made in New Hampshire. All right, so thanks for uh, helping out uh, barbecue. And then we're now up to six people in the uh, deal over here, which is the uh, random giveaway. So here's the deal. StreamYard is a software that we use to um, hashtag random is the software that we use to stream this thing. It lets us stream to multiple platforms. So if you're over on Twitch or if you're a cheater, you go over to Twitch and put in your hashtag over there because you can. If you're thinking outside the box or just trying to hack the system. We also broadcast to both YouTube channels. That's all done through the snooty duck with the monocle. It also lets us do other things like click on Wesley saying he's here or pink saying, oh, snap and so forth, right? That's being done by the uh, snooty duck that we pay 25 bucks, well, our Patreons pay 25 bucks a month for because I say stuff like our Patreons make it possible for us to do this. I don't have 25 bucks. They pay 25 bucks for us to be able to do this stuff. So uh, one of the other things you can do is run these things. You get this free deal to make giveaways. So we like to use it because Gizzard does it and we do it. I think that's it. Nobody else does it. So uh, here we go. We've got six people registered who have decided to type in hashtag Daily Gun Show, just like it says at the bottom of the screen here. Let me do this again. I'm going to go back and I'm going to go right down here. It says, our Patreons make our projects like these possible. Thank you. Then there's a link to our Patreon. Patreon is our blog, basically. It's the stuff we're watching the whole show. Uh, it's where we post everything on Patreon slash gun websites. And then it says type hashtag daily gun show in the text chat for a chance to win, in this case, a pin, not really a patch, unless you really want a patch, I don't care. So we got seven people in there. I'm going to go back over. Or actually, yeah, no, I need to go back to this so that it doesn't feel like it's rigged or, or fake. And then I can put the chat back on. There we go. All right, so now if you're going to do this with Gizzard, if Gizzard is doing this, all you got to do is DoorDash a bunch of sardines or some cat food over, and George will smash on the space bar when your name comes up. Just give me a little heads up. So I uh, can't do that here because my dog doesn't go anywhere near the space bar. Nobody else is getting in there. I think Brian's in there. I'm hitting the button. It's happening. It's happening right now in front of us. It's going through everybody who is in there, and eventually it will come up with, oh, snap. The dude who went beyond an extra to help out the whole chat to offer suggestions for what Mark should get for being awesome and supporting the chat. So Barbecue himself now gets to go through, and I'm going to say pick two pins, not just one, but two pins out of the pin pile or the pin cushion. I don't know whatever you want to call this thing. 
pile of pins that are on a cushion. So it can be called anything. Now, I know that most of the live chats you watch give free stuff away that they've collected over the last 17 years of going to SHOT Show or whatever. Or wait, no, they don't? Oh, I'm sorry. We're the only ones that bother doing stuff like this? Well, you're welcome. Uh, let's see. I see the begging strips came for Mellow. What does that mean? Oh, somebody does have something going on with this dog. Is that what's happening? She acts like she ain't doing shit. And she did come over here and tap me on the shoulder. And I was like, that's odd. Who's tapping me on the shoulder? Snap. So maybe I shouldn't have given away the strategy. Do you got one of those chicken places that Gizzard's always giving away chicken places to? Barbecue? I don't know if he has one of those or not. So barbecue's looking again. We'll just whip through them and let's talk about them. Wyndham Armory is what, um, what were they called? Bushmaster booked out of there and left the factory and the factory workers. So they looked at each other and went, why don't we just make our own factory? We called it Wyndham Weaponry. You've got uh, Browning. So back in the day, there was this guy named Browning and he was a Mormon and uh the Mormons were getting run out of Illinois, and he had just made the harmonica gun. So the Mormons were getting run out of Illinois, and I think that's when they ran to Utah. And as they, from what I understand, I'm not saying I'm some kind of Mormon scholar, but then they uh, booked out of Illinois, and as soon as they got to Utah, that dude was like, well, I'm having a bunch of kids. And one of them kids was John Browning. So there was some brothers, there was the dad. Uh, the kid, the kid makes a little rifle that impresses Winchester. Winchester buys every single patent he does until they get in a big fight. And then he starts working with Brown, uh, FN. And then he eventually passes on and the company keeps going. And they adopted this, I don't know what it is, a deer, I guess. And everybody thinks it's so good because, you know, what's so good about the Browning logo. You know, it's so good about the Browning deer logo that everybody thinks is so cool about it. Anyway, so I got stuck on that. Did Brown, did barbecue even say? No, closest one is Erie. Oh, okay. Did he pick, he didn't pick any things yet. Uh, let's see, Patriot saying, I don't know. Did you see that one way back in the beginning of chat? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if yours came up in there, but you put a random hashtag. I ended up putting in uh, Daily Gun Show is the one on the bottom of the screen. Let's see what else we got. We've got a Smith & Wesson. Got another Caltech gun broker. I don't have a uh, Palmetto State. Sorry. Uh, do you got this diamond one with a cow skull on it? So weird. I don't know if it's haunted or if some witch put a spell on it or something, but there's diamonds on it. And then a couple of different SIG ones. You could act like your big man, like with your SIG guns. Uh, got a Surefire, Remington 200, Ruger 49, which is probably, for some reason, it's the most like a belt buckle or some kind of cop badge out of all these ones. This 1889 is actually a button. It's a fake, just a regular old button. But nobody knows what 1889 is. Nobody knows what this is a logo for. Come on, man. Then um, one that says not legal in California. That may be from Everyday No Days Off. 
and then one that looks like run DMC, but instead it says run guns. And I think that's also from every day, no days off back in the day. Uh, let's see. One that says Delton, a Caltech Bullpup shotgun, I think. Or else it's, is that the shotgun or is that their 308? I can't tell by looking at it. It's got the handle on top, so I don't know what that is. Pretty sure it's just an M&P, but it might be something else. Gun Broker, IWI, Arms Corps, the Shotgun Shell, the 22 Bullet, a couple of different Wind Hams, and I'm repeating myself, I think. So with that, we're at three hours. So this shot this show from being any kind of a podcast. I guess I have to chop it into two pieces. This one is a weird week, so I don't care too bad. Plus, you know, I don't care. Um, I always threaten to do this thing long format, and now everybody's getting a taste of that. Uh, so give us some feedback. I did say maybe 10, 15, 20, whatever minutes ago, I thought I was wrapping up. You know, I do appreciate the people that listen this deep into a show. So if you've been listening this deep as into a playback, then it's definitely worth going over, leaving some feedback, letting us know, wait, that was way too long. I can't download them this long. They don't fit in my player. I had to put it into two pieces. Or thank you for playing it so long. You know, I definitely do this longer, that kind of thing. Uh, Remington 49 and Rung Guns is what uh, Barb, or so, oh no, he says Ruger and a cow skull. So the cow skull and the Ruger. So pretty close to a barbecue is going to pass off on you. Uh, Ruger or Woods was going to give you the Ruger one because of your FUD, and he was going to pick the run guns, but instead of running with the streets, you want to run with some kind of haunted cow skull diamond thing. If this turns out to be worth like a billion dollars, then I want at least one quarter of a billion dollars because I'm just giving it to you. But I appreciate your support and also the fact that you ran rand one randomly. Maybe this is to uh, this was destined to be. Uh, let me have like one of these diamonds if it turns out that these are some kind of, I don't want the haunted one or even if it's like adjacent to a haunted one. But if one of these diamonds turns out to be just regular, then maybe give me a cut of that. All right, I'm putting that on the page here and I'll also put barbecue so I don't forget. And we'll wrap it up. Patriots putting it in there just for the robots. So two more people did log on or whatever, or use the thing since we drew. But it would be it would be reckless to click this draw again button, especially if I'm not actually on the screen. So let me put it back on the screen and I'll recklessly I'll click it again. I don't care. You know what? I feel like because so many other chats that use StreamYard and refuse to give away stuff because of that, I feel like I should give away another thing tonight. So I do appreciate everybody who's staying around and staying awake to listen to this. Let's draw again. Even though YouTube has said if I draw a second time. I'm at risk of losing my channel. The internet has said to me countless times, if you keep giving away this much stuff during the Daily Gun Show, we're going to shut you down. But I'm going to do it anyway. So here we go. I'm clicking on the draw again button. And it's happening. I think there's nine entries this time. We're seeing all kinds of names. They're flashing through. It's incredibly exciting. Everybody thought they were falling asleep. Oh, snap. What is this supposed to be saying? Vey, vey, nine, sane. Hi. I don't know what that's supposed to be saying, but you're the winner. So I don't know who you are. So you're going to have to let me know somehow what your, uh, what kind of a mailing address you'd like. Uh, but you get to pick from what's left on the pin thing, unless you want a patch. 
I can go grab some patches. But if you're down for pins, uh, we've got the remaining pins here. We've got a shotgun shell, a 22, a couple of Wyndham's. Um, I don't know. Something with a sword, I think. I think it's sword and clouds. And then we got a Surefire, Kimber, Sig, a Remington 200. That came on a piece of card, actually. Uh, then that run guns. Nobody knows what 1889 is. Even Woods. Even Woods doesn't even know. The shot shell. Right on. And I can type in, in here. No, don't send your address through the internet. Uh, my email is gunwebsites at gmail.com. Send it to that email and that'll work. So uh, right on. Uh, the shot shell is a good choice because that thing looks freaking cool. So does anybody know what the deal is with that browning deer? Why people think it's so cool? What do you mean Alaska Gold Rush? Oh, 1889? No, I don't think so. I mean, that might be why they picked it, but I'm saying what brand, I guess, it's associated with. I think there's probably a bunch of people watching this live that are like... <laughs> If I was there, I would have said that a long time ago. I would have won something or something like that. Or they're all like, they're flipping the thing around that they own because they know what it is and they're fiddling with it right now. Uh, it's not a gun. It's adjacent in some respects to a gun, kind of, in the respects that the same person who owns a gun would own it, probably. Some people have to own it. Uh-oh. Nope, not 1889 Winchester. We'll give you five more quizzes because it's three hours into this. So we'll give you five more. It's kind of like Hangman. Special bonus three-hour tactical quiz. Uh, do, 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 the deer is the stag. In, in the stag. Yeah, exactly. So the deal with the browning thing is it's a deer on the outside. It's a stag on the outside, and it's a deer on the inside. See, it's a little girl deer on the inside but then it's a boy deer on the outside. So girls like it and boys like it and couples like it. What? Yep. Plus this thing's cool because it's got like a little primer. I should have kept it. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, let's see. So wasn't it here because it's part of a guy, wasn't it? Uh, I don't think so. No, definitely not Levi's. Levi's can suck it. Levi's hates guns so bad they go around funding anti-gun shit and making a big deal about how much they hate guns. Levi's, I'll never wear Levi's. Um, so is that four? So there's there's four. Oh, no. Pink said whiskey. It wasn't whiskey. I don't know. I guess that's a good idea. Mauser 1889? No. Why would anybody make a Mauser button? Come on. This is a button made by an actual company. It's, a, it's like... I guess it's their logo, but it's like one of their things. I don't want to say motto, but like, you know, one of their things. Of course, Levi's first pants was made in 1873. Oh, I don't know. So we got two more deals. I mean, you could just look it up. It's the internet. It's 2022 for crying out loud. 1889 World's Fair. That feels like you're just giving that one away. So now you got just the little pinky finger, which is the weakest of all the fingers. If there was a finger that was most like a 9mm, it'd be this worthless little pinky finger. The only reason this finger's around is so that this finger doesn't get bored when these fingers are doing all the work. 
Uh, didn't know about the Browning logo. I knew about the stack. Cool. I only knew about the Browning logo because something I was looking at in an article one time, they made a big deal about how girls like it so much because of the little girl deer in there. And then their dudes can have the deer and they can have the deer. And it's like a whole big thing for the girls. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're still waiting for that last little pinky finger for a guess on 1889 or knowledge about 1889. So what we're looking at is a round circle pin. It's just a plain old button type of pin. Oops. Uh, and it's got 18 over the words, eight, or an eight, number 18 over the number 89. So it's just sort of like a, a little square of four numbers, 1889. It's black and white. The edges are white. Center is black. And the letters, or the numbers, I guess, are white. Very simple, like an Arial font, maybe. Not even, no, it's not an Arial. Some kind of fancy skinny jeans kind of font. Somebody that throws axes around and drinks coffee in a specific way. Nothing, not even a guess. So this is what happens when you take a chat and you run it to three hours. Regular people can't keep up with it. They start, to get, start, start getting tired. They don't know at the two-hour mark to start drinking coffee or not, so they start to wear out. And even though there's only one question left, they're not even able to, like, get over, like if this is a true reenactment of them coming over to answer. Uh, here's the keyboard. Uh, they're just not even able to answer. So uh, nothing. Nothing. 100 years before I was born? Come on, man. You think they make a pin about things like that? That was it. So this is, should I tell you or should I just leave you? Let's see how easy it would have been to just go online and just figure this out. This would have been how easy it is. This is how lazy everybody was. 1889. And then hit enter. And then go to images. All right. It wasn't right there. So then I'm going to say logo. All right, it's not right there. It's not right there. So 18 over 89. No, it's still not out there. All right, all right, it was hard to find. Let me double check. Okay, all right, it was hard to find. It's not like I would have known it, except that I got it, so I know what it is, but not like I would have known it. I'm not saying I would have known it. I might have known it. Hmm. What if I typed in 1889 logo knife? Is that enough of a clue for anybody? K-N-I-F-E is how it's spelled in our country. And then I went to images. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What happened here? What happened right now? First thing all I had to do is type in knife. Now, sure, you didn't. What the hell is this? Look at these tiny little knives. Anybody wants a set of tiny little knives? Those are awesome. I'm going to give you a text link. Go ahead and buy those. Chop tiny little things with them. Pretty awesome. Well, extra bonus. You got to buy it yourself, but it's a cool extra bonus. Anyhow, there it is. Boom. Ontario Knife Company. Uh, are they going to actually open? Ontario Knife Company, known for making such awesome knives as 
well, tons of awesome knives. And then they bought uh, whatever the company was. So super cool company. They're, they got amazing patches. And that's uh, actually barbecue probably has some of their patches. They do those really intricate embroidered uh, woven patches. So imagine the woven thing on the back of a shirt that has like the logo and like the washing instructions, an entire patch made that way. So super detailed patches with like crazy intricate designs. Pretty cool. Uh, Canadian knife. Are they Canadian? Ontario knife and tool. Maybe they are. I don't know. They might just be using that name ironically to mess with Canadians. A lot of people will do that just to taunt the Canadians. Like, what are you going to do about it? Uh, I would make a thing like Vancouver Ale and then just make an ale company, you know, in Toledo and call it Vancouver Ale just to piss off Canadians. What are they going to do? Take their guns and come at you? Not with their current ruler. All right, that's that's a low blow. So I apologize to all the Canadians. That was that was cruel and unusual and unnecessary. But it's late and I'm getting loopy. So we're ending it. I'm not going to blame barbecue, but uh, I am going to send them a bunch of pins. I'm going to be sending pin uh, pink a pin or two. Also, well, actually, and then some extra free stuff uh, with the uh, free patch Friday order. And uh, Mark and Woods as well. Thanks, everybody, for purchasing stuff at the store, having some fun on the show, and throwing money at us. I always appreciate that. It lets us continue to do what we're doing. More importantly, thanks for supporting the other people out there, supporting some of the authentic folks that are getting stuff done is the reason we're in a place we are today. So there's lots of people that are going to mope and look at the bad part of everything and tell you why this is the end of the beginning of the end or whatever crap. But the reality is that uh, we're living in a pretty cool spot, and that's because of the hard work of a bunch of decent people, and those people are lifted by your efforts and appreciation. So I, I, am, uh, I value the time you guys spend with this project, but I also appreciate more than you can know the time you all spend with those other projects out there as well. So thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And uh, we'll be live tomorrow with Ask Gun Questions. Brooke will be maybe live. Oh, did we talk about Rick Ector? I think we didn't. Pink said that, or Patriot said that a long time ago. I don't know if that's the one maybe he was alluding to. But, yeah, Rick Ector is doing the uh, Legally Armed in Detroit. Uh, maybe Pink will go down there. Maybe not. But uh, this weekend uh, at two locations, lots of instructors show up and they'll uh, offer free firearms instruction to the goal is, I believe, 3,000 ladies in Detroit. So in the Detroit area are able to get to Detroit with an interest or any kind of inclination uh, to have a familiarization of an orientation and uh, <clears throat> time to pull triggers, uh, a brief uh pistol class then that's what rick offers for the 11th year and it's growing to be 3,000 ladies and that'll take dozens and dozens of instructors so a unique situation where brick encourages instructors to get there on their own to to um, uh, volunteer and donate their time and abilities to participate in an event that gets some attention but uh, is truly the results and the continuing exercise of grassroots and our actual community. 
So thanks to Patriot for reminding me earlier in the show to uh, mention that again. And even though I often give Michigan shit for looking like a mitten and there's at least one dickhead who lives there, um, the rest of Michigan is pretty good. And I used to buy fireworks there all the time, so they're not that bad. And there's good fishing in Michigan. And, well, you know, they horked a bunch of stuff off of Wisconsin, and Wisconsin can be jerks, so, you know, they got that going for them too. So thanks again to uh, Rick and the people that show up there. Uh, I'll drive to the border and throw them back over. Nice. Okay, so with that, oh, yeah, you got the uh, thing off of eBay. So um, I don't know if I'm allowed to send you that. Am I allowed to send you that? I'm just kidding. I think I can. So, um, yeah, thanks, everybody, for dealing with a three-hour show. If you're listening to this in the future, there's no way anybody's listening to this in the future. But if you are for some reason, you get some sort of uh, like virtue signal to post and go, I listened to the whole thing or something. Uh, we'll be back next week with a much shorter show and we'll be back tomorrow with ask gun questions. I think I was saying that. And then uh, Sunday we do similar thing to this and we go on and on about what happened on Instagram. That's a lot of fun. It's a lot more pictures. Okay. That's it. See you. Got to figure out which thing to throw at you. Throw this at you. Tonight's episode, The Endangered Species. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com. Like a lot of shows would end, and then like a Marvel movie, this show does stuff at the end. Bam! A lot of people would just leave a show because it's lame. Smart people stick around till the very end of these shows because other stuff happens. Bam! Barbecue wins again. So is he even out there anymore, or did he ditch out of here? Damn, he's still out there. So you want another pin? You want something else? What do you want? This one's a you call it. You stayed around till the very end and got a special extra bonus win. At the end, everybody else, well, actually, most people are still sitting here. So we're waiting. We're going to find out. There's a little bit of a lag. Lag happens. A lot of people don't do three-hour shows. They're scared, especially when, you're, when our recipe today says create more fear. Get all mad about what the other side said. Ridicule them and create a rift. Don't try to understand what they're really trying to get across, but they don't understand what, how to say it. Is the shot shell? No, sorry, dude. The uh, That one went out to the third grabber of them. 
was it uh, vein? The Eli thing, little 22 one is still left. Yep, you were still in there, but barbecue won it. Um, I'm not necessarily going to send it like 4 a.m. So if you want to stew on it a little bit, think about it. Feel free, unless you had something else in mind. Oh, the Kimber, you got it. Okay, thanks again, everybody. This time, it really is ending.